Welcome to the podcast, Phoenix Podcast fans. I am your co-host, Jason E. Beber. The E stands for excellence. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It sounds for Earl. <laughs> With us today, our co-host, Daniel Freddle. Mm-hmm. Don't be a Freddle, Daniel Freddell. Never got that one. That one was weird. It's funny. <laughs> we'll go with that. And our special guest today, Jiu-Jitsu Blue Belt, Jiu-Jitsu Competitor, <laughs> Bracelet Maker, Bra- Maker of Bracelets, <laughs> oh, I'm going to do, I'll tell you what, I'll, let, me, let me start over. <laughs> Don't think too hard about it. You, you are addressing, <clears throat> what is it, Her, Her Highness, no, no, what is it that? Uh, maker of bracelets, holder of oh toes, God. freer of feet, wearer of geese, possessors of blue belts. Rachel Toehold Tatum. Hello. <laughs> I was trying to give you, uh, you know, some Game of Thrones action, but I suck at that. You like mixed it between Game of Thrones and like I, I know. Like, cage like entrance i failed i failed i mean something i mean you got to shoot your shot you know yeah all right got some uh business to attend to right away rachel do you have insurance on your car yeah how about insurance on your house yes life insurance maybe Mm -hmm. man you're a put together adult sometimes where do you have your insurance Wait, wait, wait. I don't care. Let me tell you where you need to get your insurance from. Our friend, (laughs) Juliet Good, at State Farm Insurance Agency in Hickory, North Carolina. Listen, folks. All three of you. (laughs) If you don't get your insurance from our friend, Juliet Good, you're just wrong. That's what I got to say about it. You're just wrong. I concur. Go see our friends, the good girls. Between them... Between the, is it three? Yeah, between the three of them, they have 37 years of experience in the insurance industry. Wow. That's legit. That is a lot. Yeah. Super legit. Mm-hmm. I have my car insurance there. I am, well, you three, you're, you two know that I am not such an adult, so I only have car insurance basically throughout my entire life. Yeah, you should probably get life insurance too. Why? Who's going to, who's going to pay? <laughs> yeah. You Who, pay it and I'll collect it. Uh, pass. Oh, there you go. Pass. Yeah. That's okay. I'll get some life insurance for you. <laughs> Do that. <laughs> Just in case. Yeah. Well, you like you, you going to help me oh, out here? Yeah, like, what you, yeah, excellent insurance. Okay, cool. <laughs> so let's get right into it. <laughs> you caught me off guard, man. Go. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but we're on a podcast. You're wearing earphones. You're sitting in front of a microphone. You're literally the engineer. You're here fucking with all the knobs. Why am I not on the max? There we go. Turn me up. Let's get into it. <laughs> Rachel. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. Talk to us. Talk to us about your jiu-jitsu blue belt and how many stripes you have on it. Um, I have one stripe on it currently. How long How long have you been a blue belt? Almost two years. Almost two years. Man, that's, yeah. that's a long time. Yeah. Long time to have one stripe. It's been a good long time. You know... Was thinking about your dilemma. It's for for everyone 
all all ten people were listening. Well, three to ten depends on uh, you know how long it. Like if you go back and look at our first episode, I bet we've got like 150 listens now because it's been out longer, Daniel. I'm Jesus, you're fucking it. terrible at this. <laughs> He's got to get into his groove. Do I got to carry this whole thing? Neither of you are going to talk. No, I'm Because I will talk about myself. We're I'm talking. looking right at you. Okay. So tell us about that. Uh, how you feel gypped that you don't have any stripes. I don't know that I feel gypped. <laughs> let's let's I have, not talk about that. I have one stripe. Yeah. But I mean, I. <clears throat> if you're looking at the timeline for it, I'm probably do some more soon. So we'll I see. I mean, but that's up to my coaches. Yeah. I had my listening. blue belt for like six years, so don't feel too yeah, bad. Yeah, I don't want to be a six-year Yeah, but you quit belt. for three and a half? <laughs> no, I quit for one and a half. Yeah, I train like yeah. all the time, though. So. It is true. You haven't quit? No, and even, I don't intend to. Even when your gym was closed, you would come here regularly and you would train here. Yep. Because we ain't quitting. I ain't quitting. Ain't no mm-hmm. quit in us. Ain't no corona going to stop me from training. Finding someone to train with. Okay. Well, I did do some stuff at home for a while by yeah. myself, though. We went on vacation. So. We did some stuff in the boathouse. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. That was really fun. Talked jiu-jitsu oh, that was to the your cousins. Main trip, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. That was a lot of fun. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. If you get a chance to go to Maine, you should definitely go. Yeah. But only go in the summertime. Don't go in the yeah, winter. Yeah, don't go in the winter. The winter it bars. Never in the winter. Mm-hmm. Like literally, the lake that we were staying on freezes over in the winter. Yeah. For real, for that's, real. That's pretty interesting. I've never been that far north of anything. I've always wanted to go to. Uh, you ain't never been. Well, you you did go to New York City that one New York. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Minnesota. That's I pretty. Think that's like that's, that's that's about level, right? I feel like that's more north than uh, Maine. Like I know about the East Coast and the West Coast, but I don't know shit about the middle. Okay. I don't know where any of those. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> Minnesota's are. almost Canada. So the well, yeah the island right off of Maine. I think it's off of Maine, if I'm not mistaken. Nova Scotia. Canadian it's island? close, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's I've always close. wanted to go there. That's Canada. Well, yeah. I know it's Canada, but it's, it's like right far. there. Yeah. yeah. It's like a boat ride. Yeah. I'm sorry that. Or I you mean, could, or a you boat could ride, fly. But yeah. Not everywhere is a boat ride. <laughs> well, I'm saying like you can go to Europe on a boat ride, you know. It's true. I didn't mean it that way. Yeah, but uh, you couldn't go to like mm. Boone on a boat ride. Oh, my God. It's true. It's <laughs> true story. You could not go. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Nova Scotia is. I'm sure there's a lake or river that goes from here to Boone. I was about to say, we can paddle up the Catawba. (laughs) I hope you do. Get get in your fucking canoe right now and start paddling up the Catawba River. But it could be a boat ride. I'm just saying, so first off, if we get like a power canoe, it's not all going to be good. Okay, fine. But it's possible. I hope y'all get in a fucking canoe and start paddling up the Catawba River. So first, there's about 35 fucking giant ass dams between here and there. And secondly, it don't go to Boone. You dummies, it goes west, not north. Wow. <laughs> that was a bit much. I did, I did go all in on that. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah. let me look here. Is Minnesota... <clears throat> I know Michigan I is right Man. near Canada. So Minneapolis is yeah. like really, really close to being like the same parallel as Moosehead Lake, which is where, oh, really? which is close to where we were yeah. at. Yeah. Okay, cool. So now, I have been that far north. So... So northern uh, Minnesota is basically Canada, but Minneapolis is southern Minnesota. So gotcha. <clears throat> yeah, but, but that was fun. Yeah, I've been up and down the eastern seaboard, but I have not really gone many places else other yeah. than that. I went to Texas, went to Minnesota, and that's about it. Yeah, I have no interest in living in 
Sure. No interest in living or moving anywhere that has snow for like a long period of time. Like, I mean, that don't really bother me. I do like summer. Well, it's cold as shit. Like, that's, I mean, I don't mind snow, but snow is cold and I don't like the cold. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good with cold. It don't bother you because you never lived in fucking New Hampshire. Well, I can see that. Yeah. So if you live there, you'll be like, like, fuck this. Let me get back to North Carolina. Yeah. So I like all four seasons and I'm kind of glad they are three months apiece here. Or, well, you know, like stretched out a little bit sometimes. Yeah. So So a year ago, uh, for Thanksgiving, I went to visit my mom in New Hampshire, and they live in southern New Hampshire, mm-hmm. which is like nine hours south of where we were at in uh, Maine. Yeah. So, like, it's mm-hmm. you know, it's, cons- it's considerably south from from where we were at, and it started snowing, and it snowed two and a half feet on my <laughs> ride to. Nope. It, it, oh, I remember for that. Real. You did like a video, of yeah, that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, it snowed two and a half that. feet. On my way, I mean, from like 4 a.m. because I had like a 7.30 a.m. flight. and It, it snowed two and a half feet from the time we, we got up to go to the airport to the time we got to the Boston airport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, there's no way this plane's leaving. <laughs> Fuck. They're like, well, it's just snow. Fuck y'all bitching about. Yeah. They just need I'm to make it like freaking out. Just, They're like, yeah, just snow. Definitely a different atmosphere. make it a certain amount of like distance yeah. before they take off and then they'll, we don't yeah. need no well, I mean, like, they don't care. Like they drive in ice and snow and everything else. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I'm over here white knuckled as hell. My, my stepdad's driving at like 55 miles an hour mm-hmm. as if like the payment's dry. That would it's, make me so nervous. I, I mean, I'm over here like a little sketch, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, you okay, buddy. No. <laughs> Negative. <laughs> Slow down, man, please. You know? They got snow tires and stuff. They're fine. All my cousins live in New Hampshire. Well, they they can stay up there. I haven't visited them. Good. <laughs> I don't think that I will. My other complaint about New Hampshire and Maine and basically any place considerably north from here, in my head, I think about, I think the eastern seaboard just goes straight north mm. from, from where we're at. The problem is it doesn't. It goes mm. north and east like more east yeah right so like new hampshire is like 800 miles east from where we're sitting at right now so it gets dark at four o'clock in the afternoon because they're closer to the sunrise right so it gets light there first before it gets light here are they they, on a different no they're on the same time zone we're on eastern standard but it's just like it's way east from here so it gets dark at like 4 15 in december i mean it's dark 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 at 4 15 Damn. I'm like, damn! You're a kid. You get out. Of, you get out of school at 3:20, and you got like less than an hour of daylight to like play. Yeah. When we were in Maine, it was like like the sun came up really early, and this was before daylight savings. So it was like six, and like the sun was already up. So I like imagine it now. Probably turns oh, up know. like super early. It got us like like the sun woke me up. Like they don't, they didn't have like blackout curtains. I mean, it's like a cabin, cabin. Yeah. And I, I mean, when the sun comes up, I just get up. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, like Six look at o'clock. the clock and you're like, yeah. why am I up? Like, don't I have a movie to watch or something? <laughs> you did watch a lot of movies on that. No, trip. I watched three movies. I just watched them over and over and over again. Yeah, because we didn't have internet or service, <laughs> so we like downloaded movies and. It was three. Um, like a bunch of Denzel, Denzel Washington movies. movies. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's how we live in. Yeah. Cool. So, um, you've been gypped on some stripes. What else? Oh. <laughs> I'm going to tag your coaches in, in trouble, this. I haven't, I haven't been gypped. <laughs> no, it's me, it's me saying it, so it doesn't matter. Like, what do, what do they care what I say? They don't really like me anyway. Well, that's not that's true. That's not true. My coaches <laughs> do like you. I like them. They're pretty good, too. Well, they don't yeah. like you anymore, but they did. <laughs> right. yeah, they, so they yeah. did until they hear yeah. this. Now they're like, fuck that Which guy. they never will. <laughs> I hope. Yeah, they won't. No one no one listens. I was telling Jason the other day, I was like, I don't. And it was just like a random thought in my head. I was like, I don't want to be a seven-year blue belt. <laughs> and I'm like, how do how does that even happen? But you were saying you took some time mm. off in between. But like, I haven't. So I'm hoping that. Well, that doesn't happen. And to, to be honest, like I wasn't a blue belt when I got my blue belt either. The oh. person we ranked under had some very loose standards. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. Very loose standards, <laughs> and uh, but he also had a loose teaching style, so we didn't really learn too much training with him. Okay. Yeah. So I think I got my blue belt. I'm gonna say I got it in like nine or ten months, something like that. It was less than a year wow. after starting training. Yeah. Well, oh. I did. So that's me really and Jonathan quick. and them trained in the garage but it's like no gi wrestling and stuff you know they had wrestling backgrounds not really much submission stuff so when i like bought my first gi i got a blue belt in like nine or ten months but i had been training mm. maybe like a year previous to that just kind of on and off us literally watching um submission 101 on youtube and got a uh, big nogs grappling book and we were just kind of going through that stuff oh. yeah submission 101 used to be the jam used to be i mean it was like yeah. The, the source for online information mm-hmm. back then. That was so much one of the only sources. Yeah. Like, that was the biggest known, but there were very few others. There really was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel, you, you probably never was on this. There used to be this um, uh, website. I, I've referenced it before. It used to be, yeah. um, what was it? It was www. The under no, not the underground. No, MMA.tv. No, it was it, the website was, oh, was M- www.mma.tv. Mm-hmm. And this, so they in this, the website was like a news site, but they had a forum because, like back then, all the all the best websites had a forum, right? And it was called the underground. And on the underground, like, I mean. Tito Ortiz used to be like a, mm-hmm. a really active member. So it's um, like the BJJ fanatics of well, now. Well, like. sort of, but like these were, I mean, Tito Ortiz would argue with you about like who was the best 205-er. Mm. Like you, like, <laughs> you yeah, know, like they were having actual conversations, not just like sales pitches for yeah. you to comment on. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was cause you know, MMA was such a underground thing that like nobody really, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. they were like a hundred people that gave a shit. What do you need a beer? No, I was like looking at my beer and I was like, oh, maybe there's some left in no, there. No, you drank it all really well, fast. I, I, I drink them faster when they're in solo cups. Is that is that just me? Or? I think it's just you. That, Sounds like my high school days all over again. Yeah. Like, yeah. whoops. <clears throat> oh, cool. Can, can I get it back is, to yeah. talking about? But back when, like, <laughs> yeah, the underground. Yeah, you get back to talking like you always do. Go for it. Back when the underground whoops. around was, like, MMA was just unheard of. Like, a lot of people want nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Tito was talking in an interview one time. I don't remember what it was on. But he said that they would approach people about doing shows, and they he said they looked at me like I was trying to shoot a porno. <laughs> like, they wanted nothing to do with oh it. They gosh. had no idea what was going on. Well, in their defense, he was literally 
married to a porn star. That was well like after. Like a porn yeah. star. Like, yeah. what was her name? What was Jenna her name? Jameson. Jenna Jameson. Yeah, that's right. oh, I think they got married. married. To her? Yeah, they're. Oh. I think they're still married. I don't think they were ever actually married, um, but they were together a long time. They have like a kid together and stuff. Yeah. Oh wow, the whole thing. That's cool. And I mean, like random dickheads from Wisconsin would be like, "Fuck you, Tito Ortiz. You probably got AIDS from your fucking uh, porn." You know, I mean, they would just say terrible things. Uh, and Tito's like, "Fuck you, I'll kick your ass." <laughs> I mean, it was like, like you know what I mean? Like you were literally interacting with like. Uh, like Chuck Liddell was on there, Randy Couture would post, Instant Anyway. Um, so like the way that you knew someone was a was a fighter was they had a green name. Mm-hmm. It'd, it'd be kind of like having the blue check on your Instagram now. Okay. And so like it wasn't um, – to get your green name, you had to be a professional fighter. Mm-hmm. But you didn't have to be like a world-famous professional fighter. So there were plenty of people with green names and – I don't know. That's when I first heard about Kimbo Slice. Did you see Kimbo's like first? So Kim Kimbo used to make a bunch of money like doing street fights, mm-hmm. like basically street boxing matches, mm-hmm. and they would bet. And there was this guy named Icy Mike, and he he was Kimbo's uh, like handler, you know, and he like took all the bets and stuff. Um, what's his uh, Jorge Sandoval? Like, uh, who's the guy that need? Um, He's in the UFC right now. He's, he, he's the guy Sandoval with the... Sandoval sounds right. No, damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. I know sounds you're talking like about. It. He beat, yeah. he yeah, beat yeah. Nick, Diaz, Nick Diaz for the badass motherfucker belt. Oh, uh, Jorge Mazadov. You're wrong. Yes, it's, Jorge, but that's not his last name. It's Maza something. Masvidal? Masvidal. Okay. Yes. Okay. You know I can't pronounce shit. I know that. That's why I'm telling you you're wrong. I'm surprised you didn't argue with me and tell me how right you were. No, wait. He fought Kimbo? Or he was with Kimbo? Listen, he was part of the same crew. And, like, before he was, like, a UFC superstar, like, when he was 17, he was beating up dudes on the internet in alleys for for money. You know? (laughs) I did not know that about him. Yeah, for sure. I'll try to send you the video. but Okay. Basically, uh, Kimbo fought this guy named – so, Kimbo would – he would – like have these really specific rules because he could he he couldn't do, couldn't do anything except box. except for box yeah. right so he would it was real underground shit and they would just like film it and then sell it like they would sell the and people would bet and stuff so he fought this guy um, I want to name think say his name is Shannon uh, Griggs maybe I'll I'll have to look it up but it was, was that a, the one at the airport no no he was a cop. Uh, he was, oh, that was at the training facility. It was somewhere. Yeah, there. okay, yeah. So they had arranged to have this sort of underground fight, but uh, Shannon, he he had said, um, like, it, oh, Kimbo had arranged to have, like, no takedowns mm-hmm. and no, like, no ground fighting. But they didn't say anything about standing submissions. <laughs> so, like, Kimbo's team thinks, oh, okay, we're just, punching and kicking Mm -hmm. but like they didn't rule out standing submissions Mm -hmm. so shannon like standing guillotined him and like it wasn't long and then like the crowd goes nuts and you know everybody breaks it up and now it's like they're like no 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 that shit's not allowed he's like no no you said so then after kimbo taps they like reset and do the fight again and then it's just like this bloody just two guys just 
two really out of shape dudes beating the crap out of each other. Mm. <laughs> it, I don't know. It was really interesting. If you get a chance, like look it up. I'll, maybe I'll try to find the leak or, link or something. Yeah, his manager was all about jumping in when things weren't going yeah. his way. Yeah, it was it was oh, a wow. real. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was terrible. But the uh, first one I saw, Kimbo Slice, they were at like a private airstrip somewhere, and the dude that he was boxing had like. You know Daryl Watson, right? Mm-hmm. Had like those dreads, like uh-huh. dreads down to his ass. And Kimbo hits him. I want to say hit him with like a left hook. And then the guy bent over and he caught him with a right uppercut. And you just see those dreads go from like hanging down to straight up in the air as this guy falls back. Oh, my gosh. Like, it looked like Kimbo hit him with a baseball bat and it just stood him straight up. And then he falls straight back on the pavement. Oh, I mean, wow. It was so dangerous. Yeah, I mean, they they – I need to some watch pre- some older fights. They sound like way more brutal. Well, well these weren't like sanctioned fights whatsoever. Like, yeah, uh, what's were, that one? Just awesome. street brawls. They There's, were just like people just literally just betting. Like, what was the? Uh, there awesome. was one where it was like a bunch of convicts in an orchard fighting. People. What? Yeah, well, it was like just ex-cons that got together and like you see apple trees and stuff well, in the back. And they didn't get together. They used to be this. I think it was called felony fights. Yeah, it might have been. It, it was um, sort of like this shitty underground league where like. Yeah. I like mean, bum fights. Yeah, it was. Basically, it was literally nobody like, trained. Yeah, just it was just yeah. like, wow, like tough guys from yeah. from jail. You know, who's and filming like, them? The, you know, it's whoever. some it's some <laughs> the guy who gave him twenty bucks to fight. Yeah, I mean, I you know, so. there's, there's probably like, hey, I'll give you a hundred bucks, yeah. to, like fight that guy, and they're both like cool. Mm. You know, oh, I mean, like soccer kicks to downed opponents, like stomping the ribs, uh, stomping the spine. Was it like that would be hard to watch? Or prison fights? I can't remember. I think it was felony fights. Some of them got very hard to watch. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, it, it was there, there wasn't any matchmaking. You know, it was just like two randos fighting. So yeah. you you might have some dude that's like maybe okay at fighting. Yeah, like with some just bum. Just I yeah. mean, they're both bums, but one of them's like obviously. It's yeah, it's flexing. weird. Like I can watch UFC. Like I'll watch those fights, but like if I see somebody's like posted like a street fight or something, I'm like, oh, oh yeah. no, I can't watch that because no. it like I'm the opposite. It gets, I'm like, like, let me see all the street fights. <laughs> it just gets no, so bad. They're just like beating yeah. the shit out of each other mm. just just to do it. Well, like, I want to see the street fights because I'm I'm interested in the information that you can garner from from watching I get that. like actual altercations. Yeah, like not not like so like you take two professional fighters who had to weigh the same amount like the day before who have trained for eight weeks they know that they're going who they're going to have to fight they studied film like mm. you know that's a sport i yeah. want to see like r- real motherfuckers you know does somebody get stabbed did they go to the ground was there a front headlock was you yeah. know like did his buddies jump in well, I most of the time things. it's like but these guys they don't train or do anything they're just of course the shit out of yeah each other, that's what so. i, I want to see that population are going to be more than that 90 at least well, yeah. at least 99 of the population yeah like because so you can never forget so jujitsu was literally designed it wasn't designed to like who is better at jujitsu it wasn't it really no martial art but like mm-hmm. it's never it's never meant to be like you know how would you do against another trained opponent that's like the sport aspect of it mm-hmm. what it's really for is can you defend yourself against a larger opponent who who isn't trained who the the random dickhead that's drunk that thinks they can fight that mm-hmm. that's what martial arts is for yeah the, the the sport aspect is just for fun even, even if it's mma it's still 
for fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're walking into an agreed upon fight. Yeah. It ain't like you were going to your car and then shit just popped off. You know? Right. Yeah. So for me, I always try to watch like actual fights because I want to know like, you know, statistically, maybe not statistically. I want to I want to gather like some actual information about how an actual street altercation went. Because mm-hmm. I have uh, up until that fight at the club, I had hadn't been in a street fight in my adult life. Yeah, I still haven't. I'm okay with that. But that's pretty yeah, good odds yeah. if you think yeah. about it. I mean, as rowdy as I am and as dumb shit as I do, like... Not only that, just the places you frequent. Yeah. You know, in, like in, that's the biggest yeah. determining factor. It in 23 years as an adult, I have had one fist fight. Mm-hmm. One actual fight, fight. And they wasn't a lick of jujitsu in that. <laughs> <laughs> They, I mean, there was nothing jujitsu about that. It was just yeah. a fight. Mm-hmm. It's interesting if you think about it. Especially as much as I, I mean, you know, somebody cuts in front of me a lot. I'm like, hey, motherfucker. I you know, you talk <laughs> so much shit. I'm surprised people don't try and whoop your ass more. I'm surprised. I, 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 a lot of times I'm like, I wish you would. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was I'm outside surprised the, they don't. <laughs> the reality is most people don't want to fight. They want to project like they want to fight they want to puff up and and like uh i I call it the bigger batter dog theory they they want Mm -hmm. to seem more aggressive than they actually are Mm -hmm. but like they don't really want to fight yeah that's been my experience well that's what's different about you is that like you i'm like you will fight yeah that's (laughs) and i think they let's test this (laughs) you get those crazy eyes and they're like Nope. <laughs> I mean, I'm not out looking for a fight. I'm simply saying, like, man, you're not going to treat me like that. Like, fuck off. Sometimes I am out actually looking for a fight, but pretty rarely. <laughs> um, I was at the tap room. I was leaving the other night, and uh, there's this, this guy named Clarence. He's a kind of a local dirtbag, you know, hangs around downtown, always asking people for money. And he's like, He's, like, real aggressive about it. Like, he'll, like, come beat on your door and, like, you know, he's just a, a – he's mentally unstable, obviously. Yeah. So, Is that um, the dude who carries the ninja sword? No, like that's, the Hick- ninja? that's the Hickory Ninja. I don't know his name. Okay. This other guy's name is, is actually Clarence. So there was a cop sitting in the parking lot, and uh, Clarence was bothering somebody, and the person told him to fuck off. So <laughs> then, like, he comes over to – Clarence comes over to the cop's window and starts, like, like – in between like threatening them and being funny it was real weird i was like this man that's real brave you know <laughs> and the cop obviously had dealt with him before because he was like man listen just go on someplace so he like rolled the window up and, and clarence is still standing outside the window like yelling at the cop and you know he's probably harmless i guess i don't know i don't want him in my face though yeah. so as i start walking to my car clarence sees me and starts like storming towards me and i just looked at him i was like you better get the fuck out of here I, i'm not gonna tolerate that shit and he, he's oh motherfucker he starts like you know getting real aggressive and shit and i was like walk your ass over here then and so the cop rolls the window down and he's like clarence get the fuck out of here <laughs> i was like let him go <laughs> and i mean i don't necessarily want to beat up clarence but like yeah. man don't don't get in my face and start beating on my door that ain't gonna work like i'm not about that at all was he beating on your door? No, but oh, that's he what was, he like, does. Like, up. he'll go through the parking lot. Like, if you're just sitting in the parking lot, yeah. He, like, he's like, 
hey, give me some money. Oh, no, you know, like that. on yeah, the window, mm-hmm. you know, just being a dick. I'm like, come over here with that shit. It ain't going to work out. She's <laughs> like, you're going to get it. You're going to learn today. You're going to learn. Yeah, that's going to cause some serious problems. Well, he ain't been shot yet, which is weird. That's, I mean, I think that's people, odd. Yeah. I think people just know, you know, he's a little unstable and they're like, oh, let me, let me avoid that guy. I mean, does he, pardon me. Does he cause any, do you know who he's talking about? No, I have no clue. Oh, okay. We run in different circles. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's because Daniel. I'm at, I'm at home by like 6.30 and in yeah. bed by 9.30. Yeah. Yeah. I, interesting side effect from uh, coronavirus mm-hmm. was is that um, since restaurants close at 11, because as we all know, you cannot get. I thought the, I thought they, they oh, oh my God, I'm trying to get, I thought you couldn't serve alcohol after 11. That's but what they it was. closed down at 11? Well, so you can't serve alcohol after 11. Mm-hmm. Which ta- means Jason won't be there after oh. 11. Right. I mean, at 11.01, I'm like, I'm out. So, <laughs> so like, uh, the tap- my bad. I should have put that in yeah. consideration. <laughs> the tap room closes at 11. Okay. It's not mandated, but like, yeah. you know, the tap room's like, well, we sell beer. We're not. As far as he's concerned, every, everything <laughs> yeah. is closed at 11. <laughs> so, like, where Nicole works, the, 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 bu- the business is open till 2. But they stop serving alcohol at eleven. Yeah, it's not a place you want to sober up at. Of course not. Yeah. Of course not. Okay. But that's what they do. So anyway, the unintended consequence is that I am, I I am home, and less drunk, like far more regularly. I mean, that's good. I guess it's not a bad thing. Thanks, Cooper. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Cooper. Yeah. You're the best. He's trying to help you out, live a healthier lifestyle. Yeah. Well, he certainly saved me some money. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's cost you some money too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, yeah. I think it even. It's kind of a give and take there. <laughs> it's like, ah, you're not going to have as much to spend, but I'm going to yeah. close all the bars so you spend less. There you you're go. welcome. I'm sure that's part of his 37 point plan to get us back to a new normal. Oh, we're going. We're going back to a lockdown. I can guarantee it. Uh, oh, yeah. Did you see the tweet that he made today? Mm-mm. Oh Lord! Let me see if I, I don't can know find if it. I want to hear about it. Talk amongst yourselves. I'm gonna try mm. to find this yeah. tweet here. I didn't drink alcohol for a few months. That's good. And it was like recently because I was trying to lose weight, yeah. and that was like one of the things was like I couldn't drink alcohol as a part of the program. And it like what program were you doing? Um, well, so I started to do 75 hard. I've and, never heard of that. What well, is that? I can I can send okay. you the link or show yeah. you the link, but it's like it's seventy five days, and you do like um, two forty five minute workouts a day, and mm. one of them has Good to be outside. Lord. Yeah. So I mean, I was okay. I was doing it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Drink a gallon of water a day. Mm. Um, read ten pages of a book. No, like follow a diet, like a. Oh, they don't give you a specific diet. No, it's just so so like diet. if you're doing keto or you want to do keto, you can like plug that in. Or if you're doing Weight Watchers, you can plug that in. Okay. So yeah. it so it's a, I was like, okay, well, it's not like a specific like you don't have to do specific workouts. It just has to be like 45 minutes twice a day. Or oh, okay. you can do like an hour and a half walk outside or like whatever, but it has to be like 45 minutes outside. Um, ultimately, that's why I stopped like following the program. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you can't drink alcohol. Yeah. Um. But, like, it was really hard because I was, like, at my gym for, like, three hours a day between, like, teaching the kids class, doing um, basics and advanced classes. Like, I was at the gym for, like, three hours a day. Yeah. So, I was, like, there's no way I can, like, 
I mean, there is a way, but there's no way I was going to go home and, like, walk outside for, like, another 45 minutes because I have to do an outside workout. You I don't know? understand why they would force you to do an outside workout. Well, Unless it was, it's, just it's to more get of, like, used to being outside. it's, like, a physical and mental type thing, which yeah. is why they had you, like, read read a book and stuff like that, too. Mm. So it didn't specify what kind of book. Just 10 pages of a book a day. But um, the drinking alcohol part wasn't so hard unless I was here and Jason was, like, offering the alcohol. Which I yeah. did not do intentionally. He didn't. But he's always, like, he's, like, grabs a beer and he's, like, hey, you want you want this? You want one? And we were in. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was, You're making it out like I'm an asshole. No, 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 it, no, no. It he was like, being very polite and, like, yeah, offering yeah. me, like, but if I, I wasn't, do you want a drink? I wasn't, like. He's just very forgetful. You know how when, uh, like, if you're trying to quit smoking, your buddies that smoke will be like, it purposely smoke in front of you and be like, "Oh, you want a cigarette?" Yeah, just that's kidding. Not, you can't have one. I yeah. wasn't doing that. Yeah. No, he was just being very kind and like offering, like, "Do you want a drink?" No, hmm. I can't have a drink. But we were in Virginia, and this is like kind of like when I had started it. But it was yeah. a little bit before that, maybe. This was at the end of September. We went to Virginia, and it was like we were on vacation, but like. Yeah. I couldn't drink anything, and I couldn't eat bad. It sucked. <laughs> but I lost, like, 17 pounds, so. It didn't suck too much, though. No, it was really yeah. good, and yeah. now I can drink alcohol again. And I'm still, yeah. like, losing weight, so it's good. Yeah. Cool. And I look amazing. Amazing. That yep. ass nose. That's right. It looks so really what? good. Yeah. Dana's so what was Cooper's tweet? Look, look, <laughs> He's Dana, like, okay, well, let's change. Like, what was that tweet about? <laughs> Cooper tweeted, he was like, Rachel Tatum has a fantastic ass. That's what he That's what he tweeted. Well, he anybody was, who's seen it knows. He was like, that so not a ass secret. dope. Yeah. If he's... If he had seen it, he would say that. I agree. He would open up all the bars and restaurants uh-huh. again. <laughs> He'd be like, please let Rachel Tatum come to this bar. <laughs> Is that what he sounds like? Yes. <laughs> he sounds like a black preacher. <laughs> what did his tweet say? It, it Basically, he just said. It it's, <laughs> wasn't it's, as good as you remember it. Well, I, I couldn't find the actual one that I read. but Because uh, oh. I don't have a Twitter or whatever. A but, tweeter. Yeah. Uh, basically, he was like, you know, uh, we've, from what I remember from reading it on Facebook earlier today, he was like, we had we've had another record breaking coronavirus oh, I did see case. That. It was like eighty six hundred cases today. I think it was sixty one or something. Well, every day is worse than yeah, the next. Yeah, every day is going God. to be worse than the next. Yeah. So then he was like, uh, "Be sure and wear your mask, but you know, all all options are still on the table." Oh, talk about that thing from Ohio today. Oh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> that was good. You, you, you posted uh, it on Facebook. You liked it on Facebook, but basically. Um, some athletic association in you know in the state of Ohio is going to allow um, wrestling to happen, but um, because coronavirus, there is no shaking of hands before or after the the match. So it's totally okay yeah. to just like basically sweat in someone's mouth and yeah. like breathe Go real hard face on to them. face with them for head position. Yeah, yeah. it's totally okay. But don't touch, but don't touch their hands. I mean, Makes never you mind what that you're kind gonna, of wrestling they're doing. Down yeah. There. yeah, well, not just that. Like, you don't you don't hand fight. You're not like fighting for grips. You're not like yeah. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Freaking five on two and old checks. Those are okay, but just don't touch your hands. You'll be just fine. Yeah. BRB. That doesn't make any any it type does. of sense. Well, so even though it doesn't make sense, I think the reason why they're doing it is just to get wrestling on. Like, look, yeah, we want wrestling to go ahead. How about if they don't shake hands? 
and somebody yeah. who knows nothing about wrestling. Like, oh, it's like, yeah. cool. That sounds like a great idea. Just don't make them shake hands. I'm surprised they didn't like make them wear masks. Like they already like oh. to. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> I, why I'm I don't think that they should do that. Yeah. But if they're already going to be wearing headgear, you would mm. think that the next like step would be like, oh, like let's have no. them wear masks. No, headgear is way way different than masks whenever well, you're rolling. But right, that's why but, the Naga wasn't here this past weekend, yesterday. Yeah. It was supposed to come up instead of being Charlotte. They were going to do it at the Hickory Expo Center, which I think a lot of the team was planning on going yeah. to. And then on, I think, Monday or Tuesday, they rescheduled, Tuesday. in quotation marks, on Tuesday, they rescheduled, in quotation marks, For like to January. April 17th. Oh, April? I thought yeah, but January. do you know why? <laughs> I mean, it said clearly, like, Governor Cooper's new mask mandate requires competitors to, to wear a wear mask, a That's mask what we were talking while about, you're yeah. competing. Yeah. Like, how the fuck would you even keep that on? Like, even yeah. if you wanted to, yeah, how, would you, no never mind how would you ever do like that? sucking in water every breath you take, yeah. like waterboarding so yourself. stupid. Oh, my gosh. No, you can't. But, like, I was talking with her. Whenever it came to the wrestling thing, it was probably, like, the wrestling commission was like, look, we really want the season to go. Like, how about if we don't have them shake hands before and after? And somebody who had to give the okay, who knew nothing about wrestling, like, yeah, sure. was like, cool, that's a great idea. Just don't have them touch hands. And they're like, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. We're going to have wrestling this season. It well, that's be... purely speculation on your part. But you is, might, you might not is. be wrong. Yeah. yeah. I, don't know. I think they're going to do whatever they have to do to get the season to go. You know? Well, uh, Ohio, Michigan, Indiana, uh, like a bunch of those kind of Midwestern states, like yeah. wrestling, wrestling is states. huge. That's there. it, man. So like, they're going to do huge. whatever they have to do to try to get it to go on. Right? It's, I mean, they can, I mean, they can see that that's kind of silly though, right? Like, but, but I get, like, Maybe it not. makes sense what you're saying. Yeah. Like, they were probably like, let's just, whatever. Well, okay, yeah, fine. They yeah. can't shake hands. Then, cool. then they can wrestle in it, whatever. Yeah. I'm good with it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey. Let me get the season going. Yeah. yeah. That's like, let's just do jujitsu. We don't have to shake hands. Yep. I mean, if you can't get the coronavirus, then cool. I'm with it. Exactly. So you can just bump Science. instead yeah, of Yeah, you can just bump. fist bump. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Elbow bump. I don't Elbows. know. Whatever you're into. Yep. And then you can grab each other. Yeah, sweat, sweat, sweat each, each other, sweat in each other's mouth, and yeah. mm. breathe all hard on one another and stuff. I mean, hey, whatever, whatever you're into. I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> I am too. So I just do it. I don't I dig it. it. It's not. It's not a thing for me. This is true. I, uh, Rachel and I were talking earlier. We were. And um, we were talking about this subject. Yep. Huh? You don't even know. I could totally be lying. I you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. We talk all day, all the time. Anyway. I know. So, it could be anything. Could be anything. So, um, you're uh, talking about our street names? No. Okay. Uh, of the, of the people. <laughs> we'll get back to that. I don't even know what she's talking about. I probably forgot. We were watching The Wire, and I asked you what your street name would be. Oh, Beebs. Mine would be Sweet Baby Ray. And when we say street names, <laughs> what we mean is like your your alias, yeah. not the name of your street. <laughs> Yeah. I've got that, yeah. Well, okay. you but thank know. you for clarifying. Anyway, so another of our students has tested positive for COVID. Actually, um, his wife, much, much like in your case, Daniel, his wife mm. or his fiance tested positive and was, uh, you know, sick for a couple of days. And he was her caretaker. And then, you know, just as she was starting to feel better, he texted me and he's like, oh, guess who's got COVID? And I'm like, oh, shit. So, um, this hoe. Who is this? Cody. Is it okay if I don't blast his name out on the podcast? Well, you did. Well, A, you did. B, I didn't know it was like a secret Well, thing. you wouldn't even know him. I don't know him. So I was just curious if I did matter. know him. 
You don't. Because okay. you don't come to you class. You could have flat out said you don't know him. No well, you, cool. you tricked me. Can I, can I tell <laughs> that a fucking that story, Congratulations, you yeah, played that was, yourself. Yeah, that was not that difficult at all. But yes, please tell your story. So he tested positive for COVID. Then I uh, was texting him back and forth yesterday. And I was like, man, how you feel? He's like, oh, yeah, I feel good. I'm out mowing the grass and blowing the leaves right now. I'm like, but you got COVID? He's like, well, I was sick for two days. And, and I don't feel bad now. I'm like a little bit coughing. But that's really about it. Yeah. I'm like, oh. I mean, so I, I'm not insinuating. I I'm definitely realized that I my personal experiences are only a, a small microcosm. But I don't know a single fucking person that's got COVID who was, like, terribly ill. Oh, same. They, they like, thought they had a cold yeah. at most. Well, that's now, a good thing. Sure. I mean, it is, but, like, yeah, in I'm not my mad case about that. as well, I've— I probably know two dozen people now that have had COVID. About half of them were asymptomatic, and the other half were sick for two, three days max. You know, um, one of my current clients, her and her live-in, both contracted COVID. He was, he said, that, like he felt a little rough for a couple of days, nothing major. Mm-hmm. She got sick for two or three days, but she said that her smell nor taste has came back, and oh wow, like she's she was on day fifteen. On Thursday, like she said, it was just insane. Like I feel great, my cardio's back, my strength is back, but I haven't been able to taste or smell anything in 15 days. I'd be okay with like not smelling things, but like not tasting things. I mean, they're linked. Like if you can't smell anything, you're really well. Can't taste look, anything okay, I'm picking. Like <laughs> between I would, the two. Gotcha. I'm only okay with not smelling. <laughs> Welcome to having a conversation with Daniel. <laughs> This is what I'm picking, okay, Daniel, mm-hmm. hypothetically. Well, Jason and I were, quote-unquote, sick with, with what, I mean, what would you call it? The and, crud. And, the yeah, a, like a cold. Like, it was gross, but it was, like, we didn't, we were probably worse off from that than we would have been from coronavirus. Well, it's hard to say. Yeah, like, I was about to say, you don't know until you get you know, but, yeah. but what I would say is, you know, I was kind of sickly for like a weekend and and a monday yeah mm. and then you know i kind of coughed for like a day or two after that and um like uh i don't know was that i did not get tested for coronavirus who did somebody else who was around me who also who i think i got the cold from they tested who i hang around uh, was it the smiths yeah it's probably the they smiths. get tested yeah. like bi-weekly <laughs> and they were like <laughs> they hey good news you don't have the coronavirus because yeah you know, we had to go get tested for the Oh, yeah, I think you might have told me that. Yeah. I was like, oh, good. I didn't die. So that works out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it sucks. Like, it, right now is a bad time to be coughing in public. <laughs> yeah. 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 Rachel got so mad at me. We went out. I was so <laughs> mad. <laughs> we went out to uh, the Crescent Moon. And um, it's me and you and Caitlin. And... Yeah, and he had given me this sickness that he, had, he was over No, no, no. This already. is bullshit. You... You okay. willingly got right. the sickness. I was like, listen, okay. I'm not feeling so good. Maybe don't come down this weekend. You like, didn't say that. You're like, I got kids. I'm 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 immune to being sick. And then and I was like, I'm probably not your... gonna get sick. Yeah, I totally like And I was like, No, no, don't <laughs> don't get sick, you know, don't 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 get up on me and, and she's like, Nope. And then the next week I thought my immune system was better than that. I totally hyped it up, and then I got sick. But we went out to the restaurant, and, like, I could not stop coughing. I could not. And, like, the more I tried to hold it in, 
the worse my cough was. Like no. I had to leave the restaurant no, no. So, to cough. And I like I coughed so hard I thought I was gonna throw up because I had like been holding yeah. it. I had been holding it for so long. So then, obviously anytime I mean, just out of habit. Oh my god, when, I was so fucking mad at him for this, Daniel. When somebody, if somebody sneezes or coughs, I go coronavirus. No, it wasn't that. You, and then I'm like, you were like, what's what's wrong? You got that the Rona? I was like, you, you got, got that Rona? Like, what, what you doing over there? And then there, there was this lady who turned around and looked. I was like, it's okay. She just got the Rona. It's fine. I was so pissed. She got mad. She said, give me your keys. I'm sitting in the car. I was like, I'm just yeah. picking. Well, know? I mean, I could. Well, first off, I couldn't stop coughing, and I didn't like want to be in the restaurant around yeah. like people like staring at me because I'm coughing. And um, secondly, he's like, "Where are you at? Where are you? What are you doing?" And I'm like, um, "I'm in the car." And also, like, thanks for embarrassing me in front of like strangers. Like strangers. What that's what I, I. I was like, "You're strangers. You're never gonna <laughs> like see these people, people again. Who cares? Who cares what they yeah. think?" I, and I mean, too, like you do jujitsu with Caitlin, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. But still, so, what does that mean? Well, you got strangers, and then you got oh. people who actually know you, who yeah. know that you're I just you fucking were, off. I thought you were saying like, I don't know. I, I was like, I just didn't want to be in there coughing. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be coughing anyway. Hmm. It was very insensitive. It was, but it was kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't funny when you. I got guess mad. I wasn't like embarrassed, embarrassed, <laughs> but like that was really insensitive. It was so. insensitive. You're exactly right. I mean, but aren't most jokes insensitive? I mean, isn't isn't most humor? I like, mean, most of mine is, but I don't like when it's done to me. <laughs> <laughs> most of my humor is like, it's mostly like me picking on people, but I don't like when it happens to me. Really? Why? It makes, I don't like it. I don't think I have anything to be picked on about. <laughs> you sure about that? I'm great. Okay. Good, 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 good. Well, so, <laughs> so what's the haps in your world, Dan? Yeah, what's going hmm? on, Dan? Uh, not much. Dan. Dan the man. Nope. That's such a common, like... <laughs> Negative. That's a very common thing. I've heard Dan that a lot. Dan the... Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Dan, though. Dan the Shan. Dan. It'll be like I Sam I don't know. Let me think about it. I'll think about it. Okay. Okay. Well, tell us about things in your life, Daniel. <laughs> Dude, you know it, man. I work. I go home, play with the little one. Little one's got four teeth now. Nice. Which is pretty interesting. Like, watching him grow up is just... I mean, it's awesome. It really is. That's in there. He's yeah. in that good stage right now. Oh, I'm telling you. Yeah, he cuts teeth like he's whining for a day, and then he sucks it up, and then tooth pops out, and then we're good to go. Sleep's great. <clears throat> uh, hunting season recently started, so I've been hunting. I haven't seen anything, but that's kind of par for course for my life. So, I mean, how early do yeah. you go? Mm-hmm. How early do you go hunting? Hunting? Yeah. I do morning and evenings occasionally. Oh. Yeah. So normally, like, my mornings, the deer have been coming through about, like, 9, 9.30. So I try to get out there about, like, 7.30. You just, like, hunting your backyard? Or? Yeah, so I've got uh, land in my backyard that I hunt. I have to do a crossbow or the compound bow out there because oh. we're technically in the city limits. But I've got some place out in Lincoln County to where I hunt. Like, I can do whatever out there. It doesn't matter. Oh, nice. Yeah. Didn't you say you got crossbows back from Terry? Nope. I don't, have, I don't have a crossbow. I have yeah. a bow. A bow, yeah. yeah. Uh, not a crossbow. Yeah. I want to mm-hmm. play with that. You can't, you can't draw it. Well, I, I can try. You can try. I'm we'll, pretty we'll strong, so. I agree. Does it have a trigger release or a finger release? Trigger. Okay. Yeah. I can do it. It's like it's high, you know, I don't want to say high tech. It's actually pretty old. It's probably 
10 or 12 years old now, but it was a, it was like the best bow that you could possibly buy like when it was new. Yeah. We'll save this one. It's in good shape though. Okay. Yeah, I took it, uh, when I got it, it was a Christmas present from my stepdad who hunts and then uh, he gave it to me and then I took it and had it tuned up and set for me and my draw length and all that stuff. Yeah. Had to get a new uh, pulley for it. How does this work? Yeah, when I first got... You use your teeth. You use your teeth to open the beer. What are you, what are you talking about? Why can't yeah. I do this? So when I first bought a bow, I knew nothing about it at all. Like, my crossbow, obviously, is pretty easy to figure out. But when I bought the compound, I knew nothing about draw length. And mine was like four inches too short. So I could never get it back to where it was comfortable. I felt like I was always fighting resistance on it. So I shot that thing for probably like six months before I went shooting one of my friends. He's like, dude. That bow is way too small for you. You need to get the lengths like straightened out on it. I was like, seriously? He's like, yeah. He's like, you're not shooting shit because you can't see the eye hole it correctly. Like my eye hole it was like dropped off to the side where I is just barely see. Is it called a hole it? I don't, I don't think know that's what, what it's called. It's called. An it's eyelet. I think it's an eyelet. Yeah, it's just eyelet. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Well, eye hole it. Excuse me. Anyways, but no, I couldn't see through it. So yeah, like everything was jacked up. I couldn't shoot for shit. I thought I was just terrible at it. But it was because the eyelet was all jacked up because of the pull. Yeah, yeah. Mine's uh, I haven't sh- haven't shot it for like three years. But yeah. I did draw it back the other day, so it's still. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, it didn't snap. Yeah, <laughs> nothing broke, so I think it's okay. I shoot mine probably about two or three days a week. I just love shooting it. You know I mean, what I would love, myself. Daniel. I would love that um, since you got all this time to hunt twice a day and shoot three or four days a week, I would love if you if you had time to come to jujitsu. Mm-hmm. That's what I would love. Well, if jujitsu was like from 6 a.m. or like 7 a.m. to like 10 a.m. on Saturday morning when the little one is getting his breakfast in and napping, that would be a good spot. And then if it was like, you know, If only Friday, you knew people that oh. – um, we're like willing to work around your schedule, maybe do a morning class, maybe come in, do very, stuff with you, early. and uh, like if if only if only you had access to a place that had all the mats right. and things that you needed. Man, I that'd mean, be man, so nice. think about how different your life would be. I know, right? Yeah, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. But I mean, hey, how about that? Whatever you're into. Yeah. There you go. Daniel quit. So Ooh, how was your hey, day? I have an interesting. Uh, <laughs> so. Rachel and I were talking about this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, 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 were we, talking were. About, we were talking about blue belts. <laughs> and um, Am I getting a demotion? I mean, do you want one? I'll take it. <laughs> we can just switch belts, Daniel. Hey, I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah, how many stripes on the blue belt? I just got one. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, we'll you don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go back to bare blue. <laughs> I, I have a list of uh, all the people that have been promoted to blue belt under my instruction. And, uh, it's, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's list. a long list. It's a lot, of, it's a lot more people that. than you yeah. would think. Well, I'm going to read them off. Well, so it's because most it. of them aren't around anymore. Right. That's so, why, you know. So I, I mean that, and we have, like, people join us at Blue Belt, too. You yeah, know but I mean? these so. are just the people who, who have been promoted, maybe not just here, but um, under my instruction, right? So, and I don't, I don't think they're in order, but they are kind of in order. So, um, and and we were talking about, like, why do people quit at Blue Belt? Like, I don't really know why, but, like, I have hard statistical evidence, like, here. Because it was never a thought to me. Like, when I got promoted to Blue Belt, I was like, hell yeah, I'm training more now. Like, I'm excited about this. And, like, I still feel that way. 
So I can't imagine like not training that like for me it would have to be like some kind of like circumstance that would like like force well, me I mean, to not yeah it's all it's usually life getting in the way yeah. depending on what that aspect is i feel like it's usually people but i feel like that because achieving blue belt is like getting a black belt in any other martial art that basically you're like phew glad that's over i quit <laughs> that's yeah. what i feel like maybe but so could be here is the list so the, the first two uh, are certainly the first two that were promoted under my instruction. So it's uh, Leslie Steiner and Natalie Kobach. And I, I don't think Leslie has quit. Mm-mm. but She's uh, still training. Is she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see her in the women's grappling group sometimes. Yeah, and she just had a uh, <laughs> amateur kickboxing match not too long ago. Excuse me. Um, well, I don't know if you know this or not, but kickboxing isn't Brazilian jiu-jitsu. But they're both martial arts. Like I don't. I'm see not her talking about martial arts. I'm talking in. about okay. Brazilian oh jiu-jitsu. Oh my god. This okay, is how it, this is how it goes, though. We're talking let's about no, you. <laughs> She's a competitive a martial artist. Go ahead. That has nothing to do with. I mean, it, cool. You're a wrestler, a sambo player, a fucking Muay Thai expert, whatever. It's got nothing to do with Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah, but jiu-jitsu. who's to say she's not still training jiu-jitsu? I'm you just sure said she that is. she was. I'm pretty sure I'm she is. I'm simply talking about she was she was promoted by TC under my instruction as a blue belt. That's mm. all the fuck I'm saying. Okay. So I don't know if she's still training. You said she was. I agree. Then Daniel starts talking about kickboxing. I'm just letting you know what she's up to. I don't care. Okay, go. <laughs> So, so if keep I cared, going. I would go find out. Okay. Right. Uh, and then Natalie. So I don't know if Natalie's training or not. Mm-hmm. She uh, she got married and moved to uh, Okinawa. Oh, and, she's and in then, Japan? Well, she was in California, then Okinawa. No. And I think she's stuck in Okinawa because of the coronavirus stuff is what I understand. Or her husband started training too. So hopefully that's encouraged yeah, she can her to get keep some, training. She can yeah. get some good jujitsu in over in Japan. So let's say that the two of them are still training. Mm-hmm. So Justin Chandler, he's still training. Mm-hmm. Uh, Summer Carpenter, uh, it looks like she's still training some. Jason Scolthorpe, not training. Mm-hmm. Maria Smith, not training. Jerry Schink, RIP Jerry. But I'm making a comeback. He's back. Yep. Back from the dead. Gonna blow my nose. Pardon me. Keep talking. <laughs> yeah, well, you kind of got the list. Yeah, you have the list. Oh, I can't wait to hear more this. about this list. All right, Mr. Mingus. Still training. wrong, by the way. I know Jerry. Give okay. him a fucking list. <laughs> Jerry, Ming- Jerry Mingus. Uh, Jeff Mingus. He is still training. So Jeff Mingus. A short still, hiatus. Yeah, due to coronavirus. Yep. Ricky has quit. Ricky Guren has uh, basically quit. Now, it he, it is. Partly because of COVID, yeah. But like he had been, he, he had been gone for a long time prior to yeah, that. I was about too. to say he quit yeah. for so a while like, because of an injury, but then he was back for a couple of months yeah. before the COVID shutdown, right? Yeah, yeah. This is not to, meant to be judgy. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I mean, we could have every one of these people on, and they could tell us their story. Like yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I welcome them back. It's mm-hmm. not like I'm saying good or bad. We're just talking yeah. about statistics, yeah. like numbers here. Uh, so the reason why someone doesn't train is irrelevant to me. They either mm. do or don't. That's what this that in reference to this conversation. Mm. Uh, Billy Banks quit. Mm-hmm. Jaden Jackson, which Jaden had essentially quit, but now he's been back for a couple of classes, but he's going back to the Marine Corps or going yeah. to the Marine Corps. So nice. Uh, Niche Manrique, haven't seen Niche in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I don't, I don't know what he's doing. I haven't heard anything from him. Working, wow. that sort of stuff. He was really into it. Yeah. Well, he's a judo like, black belt. Yeah, and he yeah. was yeah, teaching stuff too a little bit. He was. He's a good grappler. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Sample quit. Mm-hmm. Caitlin is still training. Caitlin Huey. Uh, Deuce is still training. Kyle has been real spotty, but we're going to call him – we're going to call him – like training, but I mean, he's always kind of been spotty, so it's consistent for Kyle. Let's well, I mean, you know, yeah. we see him at least twice a month. Like, let's say at least twice a month, right? Mm. So, I would not call that quit. I would, I would, I would not call that quit. Uh, Carrie Carlio, she mm-hmm. literally never came to another class after earning her blue belt. Yeah, <laughs> she had some next stuff going on. Mm, See, it's, it's but to irrelevant. him it doesn't matter it's irrelevant yeah. no it doesn't matter does she still have neck stuff going on I don't no know. and she didn't quit because she had neck stuff she told me like she, I mean she was like hey I, I'm anxious I don't I don't like doing this it makes me nervous I don't want to do stuff that I don't like to do I was like cool don't yeah. do that makes sense to me mm-hmm. uh, Dukers hashtag fuck Dukers he's, uh, he's still training partly <laughs> Willie Kazushi has like been unfortunately still training. Not not unfortunately. <laughs> he just real real spotty. Uh, Anthony Alderman joke. Well, Anthony's not training anymore currently. Well, as far as I know, now, I mean you know these people could be training in their basements or training someplace else for all mm-hmm. I know. I don't know. I'm just talking about Here. to my knowledge. Yes. Um, Ross Napier. He he's not training anymore that I'm aware mm-hmm. of. He, was, uh, he uh, also did judo. He's what a Brown belt. He was brown belt. Okay. I did not know this, but in but in judo there are like four four brown belts. Really? Mm-hmm. Sounds very confusing. Or they split them up like straw and tan and no. There's just, just four different grades of brown belt. I'm, I'm pretty sure. We'll, I'll, I'll look that up here and see. Okay. And then uh, Matt, Melissa, and Aaron Loder, and that's yep. like the entirety of all the mm-hmm. all the blue belts. That's a that's a pretty so. So why do you keep a list like this if you don't – like, I can't imagine my coaches have a list of us. Probably do. It's just much longer. I don't think they have a list. Well, I mean, why would I not have a list of the people that I've yeah, promoted? Yeah, you want to know, like – I mean, that's like – Promotion. I, I care about those. Like, even the people that don't – Yeah. That don't train with me, you know, like, for whatever. Like, I'm not – like, they earned their belt. They didn't, they didn't mm-hmm. get a gift, you know? Mm-hmm. We'll use we'll use Leslie as a good example. So like earned her blue belt. Uh, we we all had a falling out. Mm-hmm. We came over here. Um, doesn't make her less of a blue belt. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't want to be friends with her anymore. But like she certainly earned her blue belt. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, and other instructors would basically like try to disown you and say that your blue belt was no longer valid because you don't train under them anymore. Yeah. So I mean, it's I yeah. Uh, Daniel and I's former instructor t- told somebody it was real weird. Like, um, some somebody that we used to train with came up to me and they were like, "Oh yeah, man, how's it going?" You know, we start talking stuff. And they're like, "Yeah, you still training?" I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "Man, I heard Jeff came and got your blue belt." I was like, "What?" Like, yeah, I heard he like came to your house and like took your blue belt. And I was like, "Well, a that's wrong. My blue belt special trip. Yeah, my blue belt sitting in that case right there." And then secondly, the reason you know that's not accurate is because I would have shot that motherfucker if you show up at my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, for it's real, ridiculous. for real, like if a crazy person yeah. shows up at your mm-hmm. house, like wanting a, you know, demanding some of your property back, like, fuck yeah, you. <laughs> Go yeah. away or take this, take this hot 
shit and go go <laughs> yeah. go with it's you. You know, <laughs> once you get it, it's yours. Yeah. Whether, well, no, that like I mean, you, like if it was that big of a deal, I would have gladly gave my blue belt back and then just bought a different one. Like you can't erase the knowledge I that I yeah. got in my head. You'd have to fucking kill me for mine. Yeah. Well, I mean. For my blue belt, I really don't give two shits about my purple belt. That's a completely different story because that comes from somebody else, and that comes from, uh, that comes from a group of people that I truly love and that I would do anything for. You know, I mean, my blue belt, I'm like, eh, what the fuck ever. Like, I'm glad I got it. Don't give me wrong, but it has zero sentimental value to me. Well, mine may not be all that sentimental, but what it is, uh, I mean. What it is is mine. Yeah, let <laughs> let somebody come. So I can like, see this. You know, yeah. I, I'm gonna take. I mean, man, it, it, let's use my brown belt as an example. If TC were like, I'm coming to your house to get that brown belt, I'm like, you better pack a lunch. <laughs> shit ain't gonna work out the way you think. We ain't having a jujitsu match out in the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> this shit belongs to me, you know. And I mean, that would be for anybody. I don't. I'm not mm. trying to put TC on the spot or nothing like yeah. that. But I'm just saying, like, I'm not. I'm not about that. Like somebody demanding their you know, they're built back. Like, fuck you. Fuck mm. you. Interesting. Um, uh, had a, had a guy training with us who earned a belt at a different academy. And uh, his former instructor saw him training here and got really upset and, like, made this big rant. And, like, That's it, crazy to me. Yeah. I, I cross-trained so much. I couldn't imagine well, my, my coaches being like, no, don't. Well, mm-hmm. what was real crazy was uh, – yeah. Okay. Um, I was just trying to make sure I knew who you're talking about. What was real? What was real weird was uh, he like put this put this whole thing out on the uh, NCBJJ group, the one that Boomer created. Oh, I didn't see that. Well, right. So you didn't you see it. it. Yeah. So I guess he I, he might have been drinking or something. I really don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not trying to accuse that guy. I don't know what you know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But all I know is there was this. This this person doesn't post on Facebook very often, so I was like, oh wow, that's that's odd, you know. So I, and I got the notification. So when I read it, I was like, I read it. I was like, oh, I know who that's about. Yeah. <laughs> it's about me and this other guy, you know. Yep. And uh, his former student had uh, come to a, a seminar that TC was in, and apparently his he was upset that his former student was wearing a blue belt at a seminar that was held here. And he hadn't been training in a little while, and it was like like this whole thing. But he had earned his blue belt. Right? Yeah. yeah, and so he he like he thought he posted this thinking that like the jujitsu. What belt com- did he want him to wear? Right. right. <laughs> yeah. So so he posted this thinking like the the local jujitsu community would be was like behind him, him. Yeah. and they yeah. just roasted him. I mean, oh, they nice. dug oh, it was into like him. They were like seventy comments deep. Yeah. Like I don't think anybody agreed with him whatsoever <laughs> in that group. And then it got deleted. Oh yeah. man. <laughs> And then he messaged me, and I was like, man, I don't know what to tell you. Like, if, you know, if somebody didn't earn their belt, then don't give them one. Mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, yeah. seems real simple, you know? Yeah. Like, what do you, what do you, I'll, I'll give him a blue belt then. Like, you know, he can give me that one. I'll give it back to him. Yeah. Like, then it came from me. Cool. You can wear your blue belt wherever you want now. Wow. I mean, that was odd, you know. People are strange. People mm. are strange. Well, I mean, that's kind of the tradition of jujitsu, though, right? No, it's not. Not it's not the tradition of staying jiu-jitsu. with other. Well, I mean, like the, like back in the day, you were looked down upon for training at other academies behind besides your own, especially within the Gracies. Maybe I think, um, I think a lot of times people, you know, and even I, I think you may be right, but mm. back then there was no 
there wasn't a uh, YouTube and there wasn't, you didn't buy instructionals and you, yeah. so like information that you developed in house. Mm. You so should like, share with others. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you wanted to keep it secret so you could win all the tournaments. Mm. You didn't want your opponents knowing how to defeat your little specialty. You know, mm. now there's just so much information. Like yeah. who, who cares? I, yeah. I put all my, like, like all my every match I've ever had that that I have video of is on my YouTube channel. Mm. Now, what I will say is, when I know I have a super fight coming, I like make it all unavailable until after. Because <laughs> I don't, I mean, man, yeah. I don't want somebody studying me. Nice. Like, if they got any sense, they'll they'll make their stuff uh, yeah. unlisted unlisted as well. Because yeah. I'm gonna go. I mean, I'm. I'm going to go look up your opponents and yeah. like all that stuff. I'm I like, think that you do yourself a real disservice by not training outside of your gym. Totally agree. I See mean, that. my teammates know every move I'm going to make. Like sure. they just know it. So when I go to different gyms, like it's nice to have like a fresh, like when I went to go train with Nicole at uh, Checkmat Charlotte, like every single one of those girls armbarred me, every single one of them. And I was like, I never get armbarred at my gym. <laughs> so, I never, I wasn't like protecting it, I guess, or I wasn't seeing all the signs. Like they were doing some, some different shit than I was used to. Mm -hmm. Like I know how to defend an armbar, but they were like in, they were in it too quick, like a different way than my teammates get into it. So like, I wouldn't have experienced that had I not, like, I would have just thought that I was the shit at, you know, getting out of arm bars. And then here I am, like. Not well, as I mean, good as I thought. <laughs> how it mainly goes you know? whenever you just train inside your own academy. You yeah. do develop this one skill yeah. that other people can't see past. You're like, oh, shit, I'm really good at this. I think you should train yeah. in other places as often as possible and as mm-hmm. as as much as you can wherever you can. Yep. I train all over the place. I love it. It's I agree. Fun. I think um, – so I agree with that. Fortunately, we uh, at Phoenix are pretty lucky in that we have a pretty big network even locally, I mean, you know, we have the Dungeon of Doom with Terrell, and uh, we can go to LMA in uh, Charlotte, Henzo Gracie Charlotte. Um, and then you can sort of, like, build out from there. I mean, basically every Henzo Gracie Academy in, in the world is like, oh, cool, we wear the same patch. That's my, my new BFF. Mm-hmm. And then and then you take it even further than that, like people that you have that, I mean, just I'm only speaking from my personal experience, so I have – relationships at uh team rock southern pines and team rock mm-hmm. fayetteville and uh uh let's see here like checkmat and mm-hmm. uh john piper's place you, you know what i'm saying like there's people that i know who i can just be like hey i'm coming to open mat they're like cool can't wait to see you you know yeah. doesn't have to be our affiliation mm-hmm. yeah i've trained it wow so many different affiliations gracie baja Enzo, Atos affiliations, like, and they, but they all teach like different stuff too. So like anything I know about like leg locks is from Phoenix. Like I don't like we don't teach that stuff at my gym. Just you because don't teach of, leg locks at all. Mm-mm, just because of the military, like those guys have to like jump and stuff out of airplanes, and like if they get their heel or knee twisted the wrong way, like, and they can't jump, like they're fucked, right? So like they don't teach it. They don't teach knee bars and like all like any of that stuff. They're not teaching it. So anything that I learned, I had to like go out and learn it. And then I get in trouble with my gym when I do it. <laughs> this makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> They're, like the coaches will be like, no leg locks, Rachel, uh-huh. no 
leg locks. And I'm like, ah, but I, like, okay. But my name's <laughs> Rachel Toehold Tatum. Yeah. I mean, how am I going to not toehold? Oh, people? I get in so much trouble. And I'm like, it was a toehold. No, it was, it, it's below the waist. <laughs> I'm like, that seems it, it just seems crazy to me. Like, me. like you can wreck their shoulder with a kimura to where they can't pick something up off the ground. Totally okay. But yeah, they can still you, jump though. Huh? No, you can't. You can straighten you someone's jump. Whenever you can't out. reach up to give a pull cord, what's the point in jumping? It's the other one. They'll just use this one. Hmm? They'll just reach across. Well, what I'm saying is like <laughs> that's what saying. people don't understand is there are no such thing as dangerous submissions in jiu-jitsu. All of them are dangerous. If they weren't dangerous, we wouldn't do them. Yeah, why, why would yeah. you do them? <laughs> why? Oh, these are too dangerous. Oh, Look, really? <laughs> maybe this is not the reason that they do it. This is my understanding of the reason guess. why they don't, don't teach them. I'm but, just saying if you tear somebody's leg off, they can't chase you anymore. So it could be a very good thing to know. Well, these guys, do they do like the level one combatives and – level mm-hmm. two combatives and stuff like that in the army and like i don't know most of them that come in are like you know they're like average white yeah, but belt, i mean if they're gonna be spastic what does it matter if they like, blow their knee out or if they blow their shoulder out or if they break their own damn neck like spastic is spastic. Like minimize the i think <laughs> i mean i guess you so, just need to start throwing on the kids gloves and oven mitts then i would say um you know probably the big argument would be that like to do anything, you have to use your legs. So, like, if you yeah. if you injure your, your right leg, I mean, you want to go take a piss, you've injured your leg. Like, you have to mm-hmm. – like, if you injure it bad enough, you have to take a fucking wheelchair or some crutches or something. But if you injure your right arm, like, you can still walk to the bathroom and take a piss. Like, you don't – I can like, see that, like, yeah. I think like, you use your arms every day, but, but you literally use your, your leg. Using your leg is more debilitating, like, if you can't use it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, that would be my, my assumption. I don't know if that's true. But I don't see you doing much training in the military with a bad shoulder. Like, you tear a rotator cuff to where you can't pick your elbow up to where you get like you are. I was like, like, I don't I was see like what do you mean? <laughs> like this? <laughs> yeah. I don't see them doing – because, I mean, you're not going to the range. Like, if you got a torn rotator cuff, you're not taking but a recoil Daniel, with that shoulder. You, you I mean, have these this... guys are like – Fort Bragg is home of, like, paratroopers, like – it's all mm-hmm. airborne, so I mean, yeah, it's the 182nd, the 82nd, the 82nd airborne. I, I th- so Daniel, you have this you, encompassing. We, we, we talked about this when Leah I mean, was he's on. not wrong. He's not wrong. Yeah, but like, not not every person in the military or at Fort Bragg is um, like uh, some, you know. Mercenary <laughs> machine gun carrying. Most yeah, of I mean, them aren't doing much. These are That's just for the special motherfuckers <laughs> that just work in yeah. the army. I mean, like your your mom was uh is is retired from the army, yeah, right? So what did she do? She was in logistics. Yeah, like, so, she just sent supplies on the computer. <laughs> well, like, you can like if you blow your knee out, you got a desk job, you're good to go. I get that, but what you I'm just saying roll is, right up, you keyboard. you sort of have this. It seems like you have this idea that like when you when you say someone's in the army that like they're you know, kicking in doors and storming through houses and clearing rooms well, and no. shit. And like, there are people that do that, but there are a lot more people that like make sure you get food and make yeah. sure that and the, I understand the wheel that bearings are, are changed on this fucking like. Humvee. Even those people are there for a real. Like, even those people have to stay combat ready. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying all of them do by yeah, any means. I actually sure. worked at Best Buy uh, with a guy who like he was freaking awesome. He got deployed to Germany, I think. I was like, oh, really? I was like, what'd you do in Germany? 
He said, I did a lot of fucking laundry. And that was, uh, yeah. that was it. Like <laughs> I ran laundry detail. I made sure everybody had clean linens and yeah. that was yeah. my job. I'm like, well, that's awesome that you're not like bullshitting anybody. Yeah. Like Most you ran a washing guys, machine. They still have to jump even if they don't have like a, like if they're not mm. like doing something like cool, you know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. they Get still have to, to the like, mic. they still have to jump. They have like requirements and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, so. so like you even take that into account. I understand like mm-hmm. with their training, that's something they have to do. But I would much rather be heel hooked a little bit too hard than hit the ground with an extra 80 pounds of gear at 40 miles an hour. Sure. You know what but I mean? But the difference is the one government is paying job. I understand. <laughs> the government's yeah. like, eh, fuck what you want. Like you yeah. signed this contract. That's true. Here you are. Yeah. Congratulations. We have new people every day. Like it, it's really hard to just to keep track of like who who is gonna be like safe, like who is mm. brand spanking new oh, and yeah. is just ripping it, you know, like it's really hard for That should it. be like a little like we only have a few coaches at it like yeah. in a class at a time and it's really hard when you have like forty white belts on the mat, like I was about to say you should like give out like a bright orange tip on people's yeah. belts like these guys <laughs> jump don't heel hook them yeah that guy doesn't jump do yeah. whatever you want do whatever you want <laughs> I, I think he is in logistics go rip his no, fucking knees off I, I think there should be like a an orange tip on their belt but that orange tip is kind of like um you know when you've got like a like a toy gun but it's got the orange tip on it so everybody knows it's a toy yeah, yeah. you should have like an orange tip on your <laughs> nice. white belt and be like hey this guy's you can break like, his shit Go no ahead. no i think it's like hey this person isn't safe warning they're new they're they're oh, okay. they're fucking caution. spazzy motherfucker. get tape. the fuck away from them mm-hmm. let them spaz out on each other bright yellow tip for like caution tape they put up <laughs> in crime scenes and yeah. shit something we need some sort yeah. of indicator yeah as if the white belt isn't enough mm-hmm. you know yeah, I well, still there's like. A lot of different white even belts. as a blue belt, I try and stay away from like white belt guys. Just they're bigger than me, and they don't know what to do with their yeah bodies yet. It can be really dangerous. Yeah, but I mean, if you get into an actual altercation, those are probably the guys. Like that's the feel you're gonna need for that altercation. I agree. Yeah, I don't want to get my shit like he was talking though. about as far as like being in a street fight. Like it isn't gonna be a trained guy who is gonna move the way a jujitsu guy is gonna move. It's gonna be spastic as shit. You're gonna catch a couple random elbows. Yeah. I it's mean, gonna I, be spastic as fuck no, for about forty yeah. seconds. I know, like nobody ever like. Well, most people don't like go out and like expect to get into fights. Mm-hmm. I was just talking to Jason about this yesterday. Like I'm, I try and stay very vigilant when mm. I'm like out. I'm very aware of like my surroundings. Yep. It's the best. I thing. mean, it definitely can happen to anyone at any time. Right. But like, when I'm at the gym, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna be testing myself against white belt guys, like well, for them to like the mess time. my knees up so I but can't like, train on a regular. Once every now and then, get a hold of a wildcat. You know, like once well, every now and then, get a hold of a Jameson. I'm not saying that I don't roll with any white belt guys. Bit, yeah. Like, definitely not the new ones. But like, I'll roll with like the guys that's like, at my you're gym still getting, that I know. Yeah, but you're still yeah. getting that same stimulus. Like every now and then, mm-hmm. you need to grab one of those brand new guys just to get the feel for All right. it. All right. If I do that and I get my shit wrecked, Daniel. Well, this ain't a tickling competition. <laughs> like, I mean, this is a no, combat No, if they art. injure me, I'm coming back here. And I'm not saying they won't. I'm saying you need and to understand. What? Like, you what's then, actually going to go? And then you're going to teach him <laughs> a lesson. It's 50 <laughs> yeah. I can lay on him real, real hard. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, I mean, that's one of the biggest things that people don't understand about. And whenever I look at self-defense seminars and all that stuff, the biggest thing you don't get is the actual speed and intensity of combat. 
You can do as many grip break drills as you want to, but in that situation, they could grab your wrist and then break your nose. And they're like, how good is that grip break drill going to work? I'm going to run. You know what I mean? I'm just going to run. Well, if they've I'm got a, a hold of your wrist, I'm, that's what I'm talking about is you yeah, cannot run. move. So you're just going to do the grip break. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. Yeah. I think running. I practice uh, that all the time, too. Well, according, so one of my favorite people on this planet is Steve Maxwell. He's a four-stripe um, black belt under hoist. And a direct quote from him is, the best self-defense is a quick sprint. Yeah, The second sure. is jujitsu. And I'm a huge believer of that. I mean, that's what they teach us in my school, like, as a hoist school, yeah. too, is, like, number one, like, get them off of you. Number mm-hmm. two, get away. Escape and evade. Run away. Yep. Get out of here. I don't feel like that's what Henzo focuses on. <laughs> Henzo's no. like, you beat his ass. Yeah. <laughs> to quote to quote Half, Henzo's brother. So we're trying to stay safe and alive. Why do you need jujitsu? Because someday... Some motherfucker's gonna try to take something from you, from you, and you're gonna have to choke mm. that motherfucker out. That's like literally what Half Gracie says. Dude. Someday someone's gonna try to take something from you, and you're gonna have to kill them with your bare hands. <laughs> I have watched that video of John Donaher on self defense that Lil D shared to the Facebook group, where he was just like he's oh. standing there in the hockey shirt. Yeah, and one of the quotes in there is whenever he's like mock kicking his. Uh, drilling partner in the head he's like the only reason you should throw a punch is if your feet are already bloody (laughs) he's probably not wrong is that a is that a new series that's coming out i don't think it was it was like satire no No, it was it was donaher but Uh it was like choppy it's like five seconds of this five seconds of this five seconds oh so they made it i think i think there's a good chance that he's probably going to put out like a like a a fighting like a straight fighting uh Mm-hmm. The, the thing is you cannot plan for something like that i mean it's better to be like prepared sure but i mean i mean situational we've awareness talked about it recently beats self-defense like just, all the time. Yeah. yeah yeah i would just rather get away as but, i'm not looking for a fight sure well in yeah. in my one and only experience as an adult as a like with an actual altercation uh once and i think this is important like throughout life but uh once i had decided like I have to go hands on with these people. It's it's not. Um, there's no there's no wait, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's instant, yeah. and yeah. I don't like. Um, you, you, there's no time to hesitate. Once you've made the decision, it's on. Like you can't yeah. you can't mm-hmm. unmake that. You can't yeah. go in half cocked. Like try to go in to any situation like thinking with safety in mind. But once you've dis- once you've turn the switch of being violent on you have to decide like i'm going to be as violent as absolutely possible mm-hmm. until this threat is like neutralized what, whatever however that is so yeah. so for me and, and the weird part was there was like no i was like pretty nervous right up until this point because you know i we'd kind of seen that this was going to happen but like once it did happen i wasn't nervous even a little bit i mean like every instinct mm-hmm that I have like just took over. Hmm. So you, you essentially, but fight. The, and there was zero jujitsu involved zero. though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think a lot of that was the situation too. Well, sure. Yeah. Like, I you mean, you couldn't do jujitsu when somebody was blocking a doorway and you're reaching over them. Well, there were, there were two, 
people yeah. in between me and my and my opponent. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> so, like there was no way to do. Like yeah. you had to reach out and touch somebody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, and I doubt you were even thinking about doing jujitsu yeah. on this person. Oh, I mean, jujitsu well, is like muscle memory. So like, if if you were in a position where you could have done something like that, it wouldn't have been a thought thing. It would have sure. just been yeah. a, an, an instinct thing. Well, so the thing that y'all keep going. The thing that people don't often take into consideration when they're when they're talking about uh, self defense or like violent encounters is the terrain that they happen on. Yeah. And so in my case, I was basically gravel, concrete, like. Well, in my case, I was basically fighting in in a hallway, like a long closet. Yeah. You know, I mean, like a really small yeah, room. Yeah, difficult. And and you know, there's five five people, mm-hmm. two of them, no, three of them over three hundred pounds mm-hmm. in a four foot wide 10 foot long hallway yeah so like you know there's not gonna be a lot of there's not gonna be a lot of ground there, fighting right? there yeah i mean even if you wanted to go to the ground like you'd you'd i mean how would you get there you know um but i will say like you know if if i had been able to do so i would probably rather have clinched with this person yeah and like you know, front headlocked him until I took him outside or something. But yeah. I just couldn't. Like, it, I couldn't get to him that way. So yeah. We to... were talking about that with cops and stuff, too. Like, that's, like, the, the best thing they can do is, with jujitsu is just the, the holds yeah. and stuff. Like, not, you're not going to be tri- triangling assailants. I mean, you're going to be learning how to get them off of you, learning how to get on them, and learning yeah. how to hold them. And until you can like put handcuffs on them or whatever. I, for cops, I literally, um, I like, I, and I'm not. This does not. I don't want anyone to mistake it. I, I am not a catch wrestler. I've never wrestled a single period in my entire life ever. My wrestling has drastically improved, but I am not a wrestler. But for cops, I try to focus. If I'm teaching cops specifically, I work very hard to teach them mostly catch wrestling and catch wrestling holds so in catch there are like a lot of holds like the the name no holds barred means like vale to go well it, it actually has roots way further back than that but like it, it means that there are there are no holds or submissions that are illegal mm. so for an example you know, if you uh, if you hit a well, that's what barred means. Yes, if you hit a front headlock and a head snap and dump them on their face and then hit them with a, I don't know, like um, in wrestling they call it an arm bar, but we would call it like a hammer lock, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, turn them over on their face. Now you've got their 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 wrists behind their back. I mean, that's a better strategy than like teaching them how to pull guard. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, I think about. Like teaching them sweeps, like how to be, how to not get punched in the face a whole lot till you can get a sweep, you know, from mm-hmm. a bottom position. So like, uh, I, you know, I don't think a Kimura from bottom is going to be like real, real useful, mm-hmm. but like definitely uh, like a elevator sweep from butterfly guard would be pretty dang useful yeah. You yeah. Know, to go from like, if you get surprised and you get put on your back, you know, like getting to top position, I think mm-hmm. is probably more important than. That's probably like the the best strategy for for self defense and police officers using your legs to create distance. Yep. Another thing I I think I'm such a nerd about fighting, but I think about this all the time. Like, you know, once you we we practice and play inside the guard because it's fun, but like in a real 
street fight, I would never want no. like someone close like that. I would be looking to like push them as far away from me as possible with my legs so that I could create distance and stand up and go away. Or um, so that I could use my feet and my shoes, which are basically armored, if you think about it. They have like a layer mm-hmm. of armor. If in case they have like a knife or a weapon other than a gun, you wouldn't want to fuck I'd with say a gun. Even a knife would be a little rough. Well, sure, it'd be yeah, rough. But wouldn't you rather get cut on the fucking shin than than like in the in the fucking gut? Yeah. You know, like yeah. mm-hmm. and that's I mean that's it. Like jujitsu is known for the guard, but the guard is basically a recovery position. You know, it's meant to contain or it's meant to contain until you can figure out another viable option to go. So whether it's literally punching them, kicking your way out and shrimping out or sweeping them over and containing it from there. Like it isn't that we just, or it isn't that it's just for like playing around during competitions. It's a viable move, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, I think the guard has plenty of, uh, it's got a ton of potential. Well, I mean, I think I, a, I like playing guard, not really close guard, but I like guards in general. Mm-hmm. And then B, um, I, you know, I think the guard should be looked at if we're talking about a self defense strategy as a, Sort of a, a, I don't want to say a last resort, but most mm-hmm. certainly like a, um, shouldn't be the place you want to be. You should no. always want to be on the top position. No, you wouldn't want to pull guard. No. Yeah. I mean, that's the big joke in jujitsu, you know, like pulling guard in the streets yeah. and stuff. But well, I mean, well, I mean, sometimes you find yourself there. If you get into a closed guard situation, I mean, you they, attach what the over under. There's you're not a lot of hit times when people are like on the ground and their assailant's standing over top of them. So even if like you're not pulling guard, there's a good chance that. Yeah, you'll you, end up on the ground and somebody is standing yeah. over maybe you. Maybe you so. trip. Maybe maybe yeah. you fucking yeah. stumble. Maybe you fall. Maybe like, they just flat yeah. back you. You know, you can't yeah. ever tell. Go like, De La Riva into reverse X. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I I think I could do that, but like definitely against somebody who don't know what the hell's yeah. going on. Easily, but then like, sure. but but then like, you know, I I, I probably wouldn't. You know. Yeah. Like, man, go fight. Like, wouldn't, that wouldn't be my first thought. Wouldn't you love for some random dickhead to, to fuck with D? Like, little D? Oh and just watch God, him, like, go. I feel huh. so bad. Now, I mean. Well, to be like, no, 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 don't put your hands there. That's bad for you. <laughs> I feel so bad for that person. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, like, D can wrestle. Like, yeah. he's pretty well, good like, at wrestling. D doesn't but, really like, feel pain either, well, so it wouldn't matter what they yeah, did. But, but what I'm trying to get at is wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be hilarious to, to watch D, like, literally just fall to his butt into okay, come cross Ashigurami <laughs> and on. just heel hook the fuck out of them and watch them just be completely like, like, you're like, what the fuck just happened? This dude fell on his butt and kicked my ass and I can't walk now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How hilarious would that be? I would. He would look like Steven Seagal in a bad 90s action movie. Yes. <laughs> I would like to pay some random dickhead to fuck with Lil D just to watch him like. You know, oh, do so a, a a rolling um, Imanari roll into inside <laughs> heel hook. It would be hilarious. You I know? don't think he would ever do that. I think he I would. You're talking about on, on the street. He yeah, would do that? Oh, yeah, he would. 100%. He would, he would do yes. it just to, just to be like, well, that shit worked. <laughs> we could invite him out to the bar and just get him drunk. Be like uh, Van Damme in Bloodsport. Go get him drunk and then just like talk shit to four or five people and say that little D talk shit about that him. That could be really <laughs> dangerous for those people. Yeah, for like, those people. <laughs> yeah, not for D. That's and not all good. the bouncers. And oh he'll gosh. be like, I don't know what's going on, but I got two feet right here. So. I don't yeah. think that's going to turn out yeah, how the you bouncers, guys think it is. The bouncers would cause an issue. Yeah. No, the bouncers would get hurt. Is what that's would what I'm saying. Like, I wouldn't want the bouncers to get hurt. 
everybody in his path <laughs> yeah, hurt. Was, like that like I, mean, I you see anybody like pick any random bar tap room you see anybody in tap room slowing Lil D down i don't see anybody anywhere slowing him yeah. down that's what i'm saying well i mean um you cut that animal loose not, in public like, not it's like gonna be a in bad real life for everybody yeah. i think uh you know josh probably had enough uh acumen to to probably stop and contain d for a while josh josh uh childs kyle's childs yes but josh is not the average yeah no, no, so about like people either. on the Yeah, but he was a bouncer street. at a at a club that oh, I used I didn't to work at. Oh, yeah, okay, that's yeah, what yeah. he was doing. I so I mean, I mean, you know, I'm what, not saying What club did he bounce at? Same one I did. Oh, okay, gotcha. I had no yeah. clue. Nicole got him a job over. Oh, I'd hate for somebody to start a fight with that guy. No. You know what's funny? Damn. I was uh so the uh, this guy Matt, he's the manager of the club. He he is back training here now. Mm-hmm. And uh I was asking him like, you know, what what kind of what kind of bouncer was Josh? He was like, "Oh, he was really good." Like the only time uh, like you know, he's some guy like wanted to get rowdy with Josh, and and Josh grabbed a hold of him, and and uh, Matt was like, "I just told that dude, I was like, man, you do not want what's about to happen to you. Like, you better <laughs> calm down for this guy turns loose on you." You yeah. know, big old Josh is like, "Hey, man, just be cool." You know, <laughs> just like he's like such a polite up, young kid. Sits too. him down outside. You know, his feet aren't touching the fucking oh. grounds. He's carrying him like like a sack of potatoes. You know. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. I would not want that guy mad at me. No, me neither. I mean, just, I enjoyed every role I had with him, but I felt like a child during every single role. I would get him occasionally, but he would just, like, I mean, he dominated every single role we had, hands down. It was it was not a fun place to be, for the most part. I yeah. did okay as long as I, um, A, I couldn't wrestle him at all. I mean, he no. treated me like a fucking, literally like a child. Yeah, me yeah. too. First time I went with him, I was like, oh, okay, he's a wrestler. I'm going to mm-hmm. play with him a little bit. Yeah. Five seconds later, like, nope. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ain't doing this no more. Yeah, no, every time we've rolled, it's been bad. Mm. I've, I think... Uh, <laughs> I've never met this person. Oh, yeah. You guys are just like, Seriously? yeah. Well, oh, my God, I thought you know that. <laughs> yeah. Why would we know that? I mean, he's I been a know, very, like, he's been a very regular student. I thought you had. So yeah. goofy. Have well, I? he's a... Uh, 20 year old, 21 year old. He's 24, I think. Is he 24? Oh, okay. So, just insane wrestler that is one of the strongest people I've ever laid hands on. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I'll have to look back in pictures or something. He's a big dude. Super nice. Yeah. I'll I'll show you pictures. Yeah. Nobody here is nice. So, I don't know. Well, he's not here anymore. Yeah. Okay. Seriously? Oh, did he take that wrestling job? Mm -hmm. Oh, damn. Yeah, he teaches wrestling at some college in Ohio now. If that tells you. Oh, nice. And he's like 220 with abs. Yeah, he's, so, nice. he's yeah. like six four, two twenty ish, six pack abs. Yeah, like he's is he on a Facebook or eh, uh, rarely ever, very rarely. Yeah, yeah. he actually. You has want me to give life. you his number? I got his number. You can no, start texting. Okay. That's cool That'd be dude. weird. Only for him. <laughs> <laughs> Only for him. <laughs> yeah, but not like one of the nicest, most skilled, violent people you've ever met in your life. Super nice guy. Every time he texts me, he's like, hey, coach. Yeah. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> How you doing? You mind if I uh, if I come into the gym and train one of my buddies who's getting ready for the Olympics? Yeah, go ahead. You want to join us? No, no, <laughs> no, I do not. Not at all. I see them warming up, like slamming each other on their heads. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good, mm-hmm. man. I'm going to stay out of this one. Kind of reminds me of um, I was at Henzo's and um, my buddy Tab. You met Tab. Yeah, I love Tab. So Tab was like, hey, go roll with, uh, you know, so and so, I don't remember the guy's name. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, he's a younger guy, fit, 
you know, kind of thin. This was in a gi. He's a blue belt. You know, my he's probably in his <laughs> mid twenties or something. You know, yeah. and uh, I'm like, well, blue belt. I'll I'll go. You know, try to try to be nice. It might even it out yeah. like him. I'll being give him like, a favor. Yeah, young but, and athletic. Blue belt and you, yeah, being but more I was, experienced. But in my belt. head, I was like, I'm not gonna try to kill this guy, you know, but he ain't, he ain't gonna fuck me up. <laughs> and this dude put a fucking beating on me. <laughs> I mean, he put a clinic on me in the gi. I mean, like spider to lasso to triangle oh to omoplata. It was like, <laughs> like, I was like, what the fuck kind of blue belt is this? Like, yeah. and then, and then. Tab was like, "How was that?" And I was like, "Man, fuck you! I got my ass kicked. That's that's how it was." I hate when they ask that. And, yeah. and and he just started laughing. I was like, "What the fuck is so funny?" Because you know, Tab's kind of like he was basically like my best buddy at Henzo's, hmm. and uh, he was like, "Yeah, I forgot to tell you," and he didn't forget to tell me. <laughs> of course, he, like, he intentionally didn't tell me. He was like, uh, "Yeah, that guy's a um, two-time uh, Olympic." gold medalist in swimming i don't remember which i don't even know the guy's name yeah but like he he is like legitimately recently retired from olympic swimming and had nothing i mean you know he's probably set for life he doesn't have to work anymore the only mm. other one i know besides michael phelps is ryan lochte i wouldn't know any of them it's the only other one i know don't know so um you know a you gotta be pretty fucking dedicated to like be an Olympian at anything oh, table yeah. tennis. I mean, take your, take your pick. Right. Yeah. But then like on top of that, you, uh, you factor in the guy's got nothing to do, but train all day, every day at the greatest jujitsu place on planet earth. And you're going to be pretty good. Like right away, you know, yeah. you're talking about a, like the highest level professional athlete you can possibly. That wasn't find. him, right? Uh, no, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't remember. But regardless, you know, this Olympic athlete just put a beat down on me and I was like, I was feeling pretty bad about myself until until you found out he was an yeah, Olympic yeah. athlete, and I'm like, well, he didn't kill me. I guess I did okay. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I survived. I didn't die. Yeah, it's it, there's levels to this shit. I mean, like sometimes people just wearing For that sure. belt because because IBJJ, IBJJF says they need you know another 14 months yeah. before they can be in the next belt. Yeah. yeah, it can get a little hairy sometimes. Sometimes they're not even wearing a belt, like our friend Josh. Josh, Josh wears a white belt. Huh? Well, I'm just saying, like, sometimes they don't have a color belt, and they're still going to give you oh, a yeah. hell of a ride, you know? I kind of got in a little discussion. I, mean, I wouldn't call it an argument, but um, guy I'm friends with on Facebook, he's always, like, down on, on belts. He's like, he's with 10th Planet. And I'm like, I'm like, cool. They have belts in 10th yeah. Planet. They, they like, have they, rash guards. No, they, don't they get have, belts. No, they, they get, get belts. Oh, they, they I thought they got belts. colored rash guards. No, they get uh. belts. They just... Don't wear them because they do nogi, but they get belts. Yeah, they get belts, and he he's like starts talking about our friend from Asheville. Yeah, Johnny yeah. Buck, and yeah. uh, he's like talking shit about like belts are for children and all this stuff. I'm like, motherfucker, you got a belt? Yeah. I saw you get it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't see you personally, but you you posted saw about a picture it, of him know? getting his brown belt. Yeah. Like, uh, wait, well, we don't wear them. I'm like, yeah, but if belts are for children, like, why why would you even accept one? Yeah. You know, like, I, I mean, you know, Johnny's mm-hmm. black belt level grappler for sure. I mean, yeah. has been for a long time, mm-hmm. but. The point is that, like, you know, not not just Johnny. Lots of people have this, you know, and it's usually like the catch wrestling community are all like built. Yeah, I was about to say, together. like, that's the biggest issue with it is how do you find out, like, when you go to competition, 
how would you find out the people at your skill level? And the catch community is like, oh, well, you just show up and roll with whoever's there. I'm like, cool. That's why the catch community has four competitions a year. And, and 10 people. That <laughs> yeah, it's the same know? 10 people. Yeah. Yeah. And you got like, what, two, um, was it world champions right now? Or three world champions right now from different organizations? I don't know. Yeah. I, and the one from uh, whatever the biggest organization is, that Quentin guy, he's a jiu-jitsu black belt, and he's been beating catch wrestlers. He's the world champion now because he's a jiu-jitsu black belt, well, he not beat, because he's a catch he wrestler. He beat Curran uh, Jacobs. And, he just uh, had another one. He had a title defense. I don't remember the guy's name, though. I think, so for me, uh, I value catch wrestling and the skills that catch wrestling teaches very, very much, like very much. Yeah, but I also but, value judo. I also value sambo. It's about the hybrid of them, all of them are lacking something. Well, for sure, jujitsu's lacking stuff too. Yeah. But for me, um, I think that the thing that holds catch wrestling as a as a sport mm. back is a like the, the the ability to win with a pin because mm. like you know the you, fight ain't over just because you're flat on your back. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> no, that was always my biggest thing. Like I value catch wrestling. Like, a lot, you know, whenever uh, we had Joe in here. I don't know if he still comes or not. He doesn't. But whenever I was getting ready for competition prep, you know, that was one of the pers- one of the people that you really suggested that I train with just to get used to the intensity well, of competition. Well, that's because he's rough as fuck. Yeah, yeah he's and rough like- as shit, man. But, like, whenever I was getting ready for competition, don't get me wrong, I did not enjoy training with him. But I know I got a lot of great stuff out of it. Well, I think, you know, um, if catch wrestling ever wants to be treated – well, dude, there's so much infighting. Though. I mean, you're part of the catch wrestling group on Facebook. All they do is Not bitch anymore. about each other I, and I, bitch about jujitsu. Yeah, I, I, I deleted it. They oh, got, did you? Uh, I'll yeah. stay on because they get into some pretty heated arguments. It's on just there. so stupid. It's the same fucking thing. It's yeah. the same ten people arguing about the same two things, and yeah. I'm like, man, I don't fucking, <laughs> yeah. I, I just can't with yeah. you guys. And then you yeah. got the guys like Johnny Bucks that like join in. They're like, yeah, this is why catch wrestling yeah. does not create a bigger sport or this is why catch wrestling is not a bigger sport you guys done talking about this now nope about catch you want to talk about me some more who are you again why are you even here gasp gasps you in latina <laughs> isn't that the when that what it said the meme you showed me yeah the meme my friend sent me yeah well um uh, i i wish uh, I, I think I sort of envision, uh, like if like if grappling is going to go kind of mainstream, I don't think mm-hmm. it'll be like Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I think there'll be kind of a a hybrid between judo, Olympic, like if it were like Olympic wrestling with submissions, yeah, w- without the pin, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you would have if it was going to go mainstream. Obviously, no gi is already trying to break into the mainstream. For gi jiu-jitsu to break in, it's going to be hard as shit because they're going to be competing against 100 years of the judo backers. You know what I mean? Like People who watch judo don't care about the actual ground stuff. They want to see the throws. They want to see the slams. They're not... Like, I'll go ahead and tell you, man. Even I love watching jiu-jitsu competitions. I watch them whenever they come on Fight Pass, UFC Fight Pass and all that stuff. But the black belt gi division is one of the most boring things oh God, to yes. watch. It is you got this grip, I'm gonna break this grip. It's because you got this so move, good. I'm they gonna don't move like, this. They yeah, don't exchange as 
as much. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I mean, it's a very slow-paced chess match, and it's yeah. hard to watch. It really is. If I'm looking at gi matches, I love watching the blue and purple belt gi matches because they're taking oh, risks. Yeah. They're jumping for shit. Like, yep. <laughs> they're not going to be like, oh, you're not having this Usually collar. It's oh, you're not having this sleeve. When, when they're fighting for something, I can't remember who I was. I probably say have so, said this to so many people, but I always like watching, like, the championship games or, like, the playoff games in, like, any sport because that's when they're, like, really fighting for mm-hmm. it. So if you're, like – looking at like the final match of like like a like a brown belt final match or something yeah. or a blue belt final or whatever you know something that that's going to get them into that like the either the last match or the the like to win the semifinals gold semifinals or the finals semifinals yeah. or finals man that, that those are the best matches i mean cuz they're Can you get off facebook? Like can we have a conversation? No, he's here? always I'm, on there. I was checking something. What? I was looking for that um post about Mm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I bet you were. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyways, back to the conversation we're currently he was like having. Really bored about what, what you I and know, I right? are talking about, but he'll but sit here and run his why? mouth. Why do you think yeah. I was bored? Because I wasn't. He wasn't I wasn't talking. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Doesn't that? There's something wrong with you. Am I a narcissist? Do you think? Yes. Do you really think that? Yeah. <laughs> he says a- in narcissistic among, tendencies. Yeah. <laughs> Among other things, yes. You think I'm a narcissist? Yes, but anyways, babe, I do. yes. So At least like, we're talking about there's, me. there's very <laughs> few, <laughs> there's very few black belts I like to watch compete. Welcome the to the Phoenix Podcast yeah. with Rachel and Daniel. Oh, like I told Clover, like you are here to help me interview Bever. Yeah. It's yeah. Oh, look. there's no interview. We're just fucking talking. Like what? Daniel has this. He like has has it in his head that we are interviewing people. I'm not interviewing anybody. We just yeah. Nobody's them. asked yeah. me any questions yet. I'm trying to talk What's about your favorite myself. Color? Green. <laughs> I got a new job, Daniel. What have you been doing? So I've been at GNC for the past eleven years, and yeah. I put in my two weeks notice that. on Friday. Okay. Because I got hired at the post office. Nice. What are you doing there? Um. So I'll be working in the annex, which I don't um. Know what that means. Yeah. Well, I'll be processing mail. Gotcha. So I will be – I've done it before when I was, like, 18. I mm-hmm. worked at the post office for, like, a year or something, um, and I hated it because I was working, like, six days a week, like, 10, 12 hours a day. I mean, that's how it's going to be now. But when I was 18, I was like, I just want to hang out with my friends, and yeah. I have all this money, and I can't do anything with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, now that I'm, like, 32 and a mom and I have a mortgage, I'm like – yeah, I'll work six days a week, <laughs> yeah. 10 to 12 hours a day, and not have to talk to people all day. That's cool with me. I'm sick of, like, working in retail where I have to, like, fake a smile and <laughs> do customer it, service. It's and... not too bad. So is that why you're leaving uh, GNC? Yes. Just Well, the no, there's a lot of reasons itself. I'm leaving GNC. Gotcha. They, like, took all our commission away. We're basically cashiers. They give us, like, 10,000 things know, to do. I commission. Well, we got hourly pay plus commission, like certain oh. products that we sold. Oh, okay. So if you've ever been into a GNC and they're like no. telling you I to. I stopped shopping at GNC when well, I was 16. You're a I, fucking liar. You've been in GNC. No, I do. I go to Vitamin Shop, dude. <gasps> Vitamin Shop's cool. I like shit. Vitamin no, Shop. it's not. They got better prices. No, they, usually... they actually don't work on commission. Vitamin Shop is like, you get like $13 an hour there. Yeah. But like, like the products are cheaper at Vitamin Shop than they can GNC. Be. You they can are be. what is referred to as a contrarian. So no matter what someone else says, you have the opposite opinion, no matter what. Okay. Contrarian. We'll go with that. Let's go with that. 
cool. Anyway. Anyways. So they they switched all of our stuff from like uh, like we don't get commission. We have to do like ship from store orders, which aren't that bad. But like like legit, I think it's the only thing keeping us in business is like they, these orders pop up on the tablet. Mm. We have to pick them and like put them in a package, like box them up and everything I mean, and send them. That's another so, one of the big issues with the COVID shutdown is, yeah. you know, everything you buy at GNC, you can buy on Amazon.com yeah. or you can buy on yep. a different online retailer. Yep. So. so now that we're doing ship from store, I like, I think that that's the only thing keeping us in business. And I think they're like masking it. it with this COVID thing. But like truth is like hmm. GNC filed for bankruptcy chapter 11. And like, so, I mean, we're not like done, but there's definitely been a restructure. Like somebody else bought us. Yeah. All these changes are happening. And, like, I'm just like, look, the commission was the only reason I was sticking around. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not going to pay me, like, I, I cannot live off the amount of money, at, like, hourly. I can't do yeah. it. So I looked for another job and got hired at the post office. I was on <laughs> – did the orientation all day yesterday. Took all day. I, it felt like we didn't even get to hang out because I – did you do it up here? Uh, I was – it was a Zoom orientation. For eight hours. Really? A Zoom <laughs> Oh my. eight hours Zoom from, from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. I was on That's my tablet ridiculous. doing this. Yeah. Yeah. I watched all, all of the YouTube videos. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we didn't, we didn't it's get to hang did. out at all. You went, yeah. well, we woke up late. You got to go to training and I stopped by during my lunch break yeah. and then you came home and took a nap and <laughs> I mean, I woke up I and you were like, still on the Zoom meeting. I was like, Hey, I'm done. Like in his face. <laughs> She's ridiculous. Yeah. I was like, let's do something now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm tired. I've been been doing stuff all day. But I, st- I still don't even have a start date. So I don't know when I actually start. But I did put in my notice. I'm so ready to get out of there. Gotcha. You're ridiculous. Yeah, I get to do a we'll at home, at-home proctored exam for my personal training exam. Which is going to be very interesting. An at-home proctored, proctored exam. Yeah. So, <laughs> so how basically, do they do that? You have to have a webcam. Like on my laptop, I have to have my webcam and my microphone active the entire time. Mm-hmm. Before you get started, I have to take my webcam through a 360 of the room that I'm in to show nobody else is there. There's no whiteboards. Oh, they're with serious anything about written. it. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I have to open up my task manager to show them that like I don't have any programs running in the back. Like I'm not hopping on Google to find out questions and stuff. Wow. And okay. like they're basically going to be staring at me through my webcam while I take a three-hour test. Let me tell Jeez. you, they're gonna not, not going to be doing that. No, they ain't going to do that. There's some other dickhead they, making 10 bucks an like hour. Like they're going to be clicking stuff, on like, occasionally. Yeah. So you really don't know when they're watching and when they're not. So with mine, they didn't even have like the microphone or the webcam on. Like I guess I could have like not been there. Yeah. yeah. But like I mean, there was some important information, mm-hmm. but I did get the packet. So yeah, I mean, that's I, it. I guess I just could have like not been on it. Well, I mean, occasionally I could have like been like, logged ask in. you something. Well, yeah, that's so. what I was afraid. I like yeah. I didn't know how it was gonna yeah. go. So, but there was like mm-hmm. fifteen hundred people on that webinar, like Zoom Zoom orientation <laughs> that's so webinar. Insane. Fifteen like they've hired like so many people. Yeah, I get a bit. Half of those hires were because of Amazon. Well, yeah, it's be, it, right now they were it's talking peak about, season. So. Well, they were talking about buying the U.S. Post Office like what two years ago now. Amazon's talking about the only reason the U.S. Post Office runs on Sundays is because of Amazon packages. I can believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right now it's peak season too because of the holidays, and then. Mm-hmm. Like around tax season and like there's different like, you know, seasons where like especially like the election 
season this year was crazy and like all the write-in ballots and stuff so they've been like really busy since the summer honestly so Mm -hmm. i think covid has uh jason doesn't want me to have this job that's not true i want you to have whatever job you want he doesn't like it though i mean i don't not like it what are you talking about i don't know you're always like if you're happy i'm happy i mean that's accurate (laughs) if you're happy i'm happy yeah but it's okay you guys don't know. Yeah. It's the way. It's the way. No, it is not the way. I am being honest. If you mm-hmm. are happy, then I then I'm happy. Like good for you. I I don't think you're going to end up being happy. Like you like to travel and you like to have time off and you like to go places when you want to go and I how you want to go. Time off. Uh, and I get I get one hour vacation per every twenty that I work. Or something like that. So, I mean. It's two hours of vacation a week. Yeah. Basically. No. Because I'll be working like 72 hours a week. So, I'll get like. How's that possible? Maximum four every. What do you mean how is it possible? Six days a week, 10 to 12 hours a day. So, that's 60 Good to boy. 72 hours. I don't see how they can like hire you on for that kind oh, of they shift. Can. That's insane. Oh, they can. Well, all I'm saying is like. It'll be a, a very drastic life change from what you're going it through is. now. Mm-hmm. It is. So. I know that you like, I know the parts of, of your work schedule that you like. Yeah. And the post office is going to be the opposite of what you like. So therefore I'm yeah. like, eh, it's probably not going to work well, out so good. I've been selfish for a long time, you know? But I mean, like I, I, I hope it works out. I'm not, I'm not like. Yeah. I mean, I've been selfish and I've taken, you know, I stepped down from my management position at GNC and for the last two or three years I've been traveling and training and, you know, doing, doing me essentially. And like, but I mean, I got to get back to like, I, I need to make money. I need to have health insurance. I need to have provide, you know, for my family and stuff. So like, as long as I'm still able to train, I'm going to request like the, the night shift, which actually gets paid more anyway. But if I can work the night shift, then I can still train. I, I'm, I won't be able to travel as much, but. Well, I mean, so, I truly hope it works out. I really do. If I can train, it'll work out. Yeah. <laughs> Like, if I have to, like, sacrifice something I love for something I don't necessarily want to do, then that's going to be a problem. So, if I can mm. still train from, like, 4 to 8 and then go into work after that, that'll that'll be fine. We'll see how it pans out. I can, we'll, always, I can yeah. always say no. Well, the good thing, <clears throat> I don't know if it's good, but the reality is we never know how things – Have you have you ever changed jobs thinking, man, this is going to be shitty? Yeah, shit. You know, you always change jobs. There has going, to be a silver lining. Yeah, you, yeah. you always change jobs. Going, man, this is going to be great. Now, sometimes it turns out it's not so great. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be great, but it's going to be great pay. Yeah, but you get what I'm saying, though. And like, I don't have to like mm. be nice to people. So no one intentionally takes a worse job. Yep. There's there's always a reason you take a, a different job. I don't know. What's mm. that one guy, Mike Mike Rowe, that d- did like dirty, dirty jobs? jobs. Yeah. <laughs> I would fucking hate that. Well, but well, I mean, he was on TV shows. Yeah, his you know? job was to entertain us. Yeah, yeah, like I would not have liked it I, either. There that's not how shit. I would want to make. He did money. do some cool jobs, though. I mean, don't well, he also did some like real nasty, yeah, gross yeah, some ones. Some of them were rough. Some of them, I was like, damn, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I never watched like, it, but um, yeah, I know I referenced it, but I, I've never actually. You never watched, watched it? it? I don't think so. Oh, it, it was awesome. He's I've such a cool dude. He is a cool dude. Yeah, if you follow him on Facebook, he makes some awesome posts. He has a podcast. Let me uh. Does he? I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. It's but the crazy a... part about it, too, was all of the dirty jobs that he did mm-hmm. were all high-paying jobs that oh. people just didn't oh, yeah. all. They weren't all high-paying jobs. Well, well, most the ones of them that are. I watched 
work. Most of them are though, like just in general, like the jobs that nobody wants to fucking do. Like that's what he always pushes are like the trade jobs. You know, you got plumbers making like a hundred and ten thousand a year. Sure. But it's a terrible job if you like don't want to deal with feces and all that stuff. Sanitation workers. Yeah, but he also I mean there were also people who cleaned out the fucking the the vats of congealed fat out of a fucking butcher house. Uh you know. And, and those people that, yeah. make like eight dollars an hour and they're almost always Hispanic. So Yeah, but is uh, that like their that's um is that like a part of their jobs or that's their only job? I, I mean, I don't know. All I'm saying is not not every job that he did, not every job that Dirty Jobs highlighted paid like some exorbitant amount of money. Oh, okay. Some the of ones them did. that I watched personally were. Well, his podcast is called The Way I Heard It, and it's really neat. Um, you can catch it on Spotify. And uh, in, in my little Spotify queue, it's uh, right below our podcast. Nice. But so, um, <laughs> shut up. So um, he tells these interesting stories that are, I think they're almost always like less than 10 minutes. And uh, they're just they're just interesting. I don't like podcasts like that. Subscribe now. I don't like ones that are too short or too long, like this one. <laughs> are you drunk? What? <laughs> no. Let's get back to talking about me. <laughs> My God. Haven't your listeners heard enough? On that statement. Have they? I mean, has anyone? I mean, you just repeat the same stories over and over. But I always ask. I'm like, hey, have I told you about this? Yes. Time? What about this time? Yes. Tell anyways. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter. He's like, okay, well, yep. for the people who haven't heard this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Trust me, all three of our listeners have heard them every time. Well, sometimes I have news stories. Sometimes uh, I'm. Sometimes I. That's I, pretty rare. I just a story happens. A story happens. Yeah, it unfolds right before our very eyes. What kind of story has un- unfolded for you lately? Lately. Let me think about it. A story un- unfolded it. Unfolded it. Let me think about a good story. Jason's been rewatching The Wire, which is not my favorite. I'm it's, not rewatching not... it. I've never watched it. So the second season, right? I, I just entered the third season. Oh, the third season. Is that what we were watching today? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. I haven't watched it. I don't know. It's a lot of drama for me. I like a little bit more comedy. I was trying to get him to watch Shit's Creek, which no. I think is hilarious. You've never seen it either? That's one of those dry comedies, right? Like The Office. No, it's funny. I mean, no, the, people no, say I, the funny. I the love office the office. Is funny too. I love the is office. It a, is it? What is Sarah wrong watched with all you guys? of it. I picked up on like three half episodes. I'm like, yeah, that's because you guys are not the, funny. I'm like, not a big fan of dry comedy. I'm just not. I'm sorry. Like, same. I can do the slapstick, like Three Stooges stuff better than I can do dry comedy. That's so lame. I just lame. can't. Lame is watching The Office over and over and over and over and over I mean, over even again. like watching one episode oh and thinking, God. I need to watch another one. Yeah. Just, yeah I'm like, yeah, this is... There's something wrong. Maybe background Look, noise. Cool. Anybody well, listening to this, just tune out from here on out. Like, there's no reason to listen to these two guys. They, they have no <laughs> idea about what's funny and what's oh, not. Or... speaking of which, so I watched jujitsu. <laughs> Fuck what night. you're saying, by the way. Fuck what We're going to listen to what Daniel wants to okay, say. Okay, let's talk go. to Daniel. Let's so listen. I watched Jiu-Jitsu Friday, the new one with Nicolas Cage. Oh, my yeah. God. It is so terrible. I'm sure it is. How it, could it like, not be? Even, well, I just I saw thought, a picture of so it, you and got it was terrible. So you Musasi and Tony Ja. So I was like, okay, the storyline, I'm already done with it. I just want to see some good action scenes, like good porno's. fight scenes. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> 
Hegan Machado was in there, and he did like a five-second little jujitsu like demonstration, basically, and they chopped it up in editing so much that none of it flowed correctly. And this is Hegan Machado we're talking about here. But basically, take the Predator and then take Mortal Kombat, slam them together real hard, and use the robot from Lost in Space, and that is the new jujitsu movie. I mean... I don't know why you needed to to see it. Nicholas Cage will do just about anything. He he will not just about. He will do. He will do anything. Well, I like Tony Jaa and I like Alain Musasi. I don't know who these people are. Uh, Tony Jaa Ongbok. He's like a Muay Thai dude. I don't know. Oh, he's been in some great movies. Like, I mean, they've all been in different languages. So, like, there's no storyline. He's been in some great movies that you've never heard of that no one knows. But like, he has amazing fight scenes. Alain Musasi. He's the guy who did the new kickboxer movies. Didn't see them either. I had a friend who was in a documentary on Netflix. I think it was called Fight Church. Have you guys heard of it? No. I don't know if it's still on there. But, um, so it is about pastors or preachers or whatever that, that fight MMA. And what's a first chemo back in like UFC five. He was a preacher. Yeah. Yeah. So, so my friend, so the person in the documentary, I ended up like knowing him, but like my friend, you, Mike Pagano, remember I talked to you about Mike? Okay. Anyway, my friend, Mike Pagano fought the pastor in the, in the documentary. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So who, I was who like, won? oh, Mike, <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was, it was actually really good, but they talk about like, cause one of them is in. I think one of the pastors is in like New York or whatever, and he's trying because it's like really hard to get like sanctioned fights in there or something at the well, time. It like wasn't you couldn't. Legal then. Yeah, so yeah. it wasn't legal, and he was like, you know, advocating for like professional fights and that it's much safer, and you know, this, that, and the other. So that was a part of it, and then so I don't, I don't even know if it's still on there. I can always look, I guess. I think it was called Fight Church. I'll look. Oh, text. What the? F- what did that have to do with anything? I'm. We were just talking about. What were you talking about? You literally uh, I was talking about the Daniel. new movie. Named oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah. what I'm saying is, like, just watch a documentary. Like, there's so much better than, like, fake Hollywood bullshit. But well, for like, sure. Have you seen a Tony Jaa movie? The fight scenes are amazing. Like, you can watch them on mute, and the movie is just as good. Daniel, I, 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 like, struggle. I'm like, how the fuck do you watch a uh a movie and be like, yeah, the fight scenes are good. They're not good because they're not a fucking fight. Like, no, what these were filmed in Thailand where they don't have like the safety measures the can, U.S. has. You can it just watch it on YouTube. It's not on Netflix. Okay, anymore. so it's not like Daniel seven went, Okay, no one cares about what you're saying. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to tell, telling you about this yeah. Tony Jaw person. Oh my god, you just have to see it, man. Over there, like they will do one camera for the entire fight scene. To where, like, the, I think in Ongbok 2 or the Protector 2, 1, there was... The Predator? What'd you say? The Protector. How do I tell you? Well, just move on. Cool. Well, don't don't care. Just move on. Cool. What else you want to talk about? Can we talk about me some more? Go ahead. Oh my God. Please. Jesus Christ. We've been at least. I've been dying. I've been over here shaking. Just so sorry that back Daniel and I were talking about ourselves for once. Well, just stop talking about Tony Jaa or whoever the fuck this person is. Like, okay. Who? Okay, talk about whatever you want to talk about as usual. Go. Well, first, I would say Nicolas Cage. 
mm. has been in some real, real good movies. He's also been in some absolutely terrible He's movies. He's been in a shitload of real bad ones. I, I asked mm. Jason who who he thought should play him in a in a movie, and he said Nicolas Cage. And I was like, no. But why did I say that? Because Not- he'll do anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's not why, that's not why <laughs> I said That is exactly it, but... why. Though. Oh, I thought that was why. Because no. he will take any script you put in front of him. Well, that's the only reason. He w- He's probably the only person that would do my movie. Yeah. <laughs> He ain't got nothing else going on except all the other Yeah, he's got a bunch of shit movies. going on. Listen, y'all can yeah, talk shit on that guy all you want, but that motherfucker has made a shit ton of he, money. But you know what mm. he hasn't done? Commercials. Right. That's because he hasn't Cause he's ran out, out of money. Because he's out here <laughs> making bank he's doing like, terrible He's movies. like, I'm not doing a fucking commercial, okay? Give me whatever yeah. movies you, do you got. Think, do you think he's saying that? I think so. Probably. But he's like saying it like yeah. So I've been watching Hulu different. and uh, Sarah Michelle Geller and uh, Freddie Prince are in a new yeah. Cascade commercial. Like, well, they're wow, married, somebody so. ran out of money. Yeah, Maybe. but like they were A-listers whenever I was in my teens. Yeah, I don't well, know who they these can o- are. They can only do oh. so many Scooby-Doo I'm, movies. You had to have heard of I know Buffy what you did the Vampire that, Slayer. Yeah, Buffy. I know what you did last summer. They Scooby-Doo were, Scooby-Doo, movies. they were in all those movies together. I didn't see any Scooby-Doo's. Or, not Buffy. You don't know Buffy? Oh, yeah, what's his I name? I saw Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, so that's Sarah Buffy. Michelle Geller. Yeah. But I mean... Freddie Prince Jr. was in She's All That. And like a bunch of like those types of movies. Okay. Yeah, I know him from Scooby Doo. I don't know him from much else, but I know he was a. Well, Jason like doesn't watch movies. I do watch movies. Yeah, but not like just, good movies. I watch just movies like that are like bad Nicolas Cage movies. <laughs> 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 well, first, so Leaving Las Vegas, which is a movie that Nicolas Cage was in, mm-hmm. was real good. What yeah. about Con Air? Con Air is awesome. So I, don't I, even so I own Con Air on VHS. Con Air was uh-huh. great. Conair. I mean, that's a class, like okay, a cult but, classic. But that's a here's class. the thing: it, the movie is fun, yes. but he was a terrible actor <laughs> in this movie. I Isn't thought he great? played Cameron Poe just well. Cameron Poe. And uh, hillbilly, hillbilly, <laughs> something wrong with the landing gear. Hey, hillbilly. <laughs> what was uh? So the other one, The Rock. He, The Rock was great. He, but I think Sean Connery carried that movie. Well, sure, but I yeah. think. Um, I think he did a pretty good job acting mm-hmm. in that movie. I just don't but again, like, that was like a big adventure movie. I don't like you know his I mean? face. Like if he you played you Snake in a movie, Eyes, I would not watch that movie, babe. Well, I, I'm just so when I when I used to drive a delivery truck for Office Depot, there were these this group of ladies. Mm-hmm. You know, I was in my early 20s, and they were probably in their late 40s, and they they every time I'd come in, they would giggle. And, I, and one day I was like, "What? Why are y'all always giggling? And like, what what's going on here?" They were like, we just think you're the cutest thing ever. And I'm like, uh, uh, thanks, I guess. And they're like, you look just like uh, Nicolas Cage. And I was like, is that a compliment? Like, I don't – is that good? He's one of those you never know. You know? Like, but I don't think I look like him now, but that's the only celebrity that anyone has ever been like, oh, you look like this person. So hmm. that that's the only reason I went with Nicolas Cage. Well – um, if he played you in a movie, I wouldn't watch it. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, I don't, don't think there's don't too watch much my fear movie of then. that. So. Stop it. Do you need another another drink there? Obviously not. You're you're just sitting over there talking so much that you haven't drank as much as I have. I have because I have to sit here and listen to you. Man, my belly's so full from uh, we ordered 
Well, we get we Chipotle. Chipotle. We split a burrito. Oh my god, I they're ridiculous. How does I one person full, like full, full, full down those things? How do you eat See, one? Contrarian. No matter what you say, Daniel's like, <laughs> no. no, I will. Oh I will. My god. You know, I All can right, this podcast eat, is done. I can eat no. ten burritos. I'm sure. I can I'm eat sure, a full Chipotle burrito. I'm they're sure not he that can. damn big. I'm sure. He, no. You they, want a big burrito? Go to Moe's. See, Moe's burrito is no matter what. He's like, look, don't act like you're not the same way. No, he's wrong constantly. That's I'm what not, tears me well, up. First, oh my god! <laughs> first, y'all need to get your shit together because I, I ain't In never been this wrong. Corner, <laughs> I ain't yeah. never been wrong. I ain't never been such wrong. a contrarian, man. My God, no matter what I say. Well, I swear. am a contrarian. I know this about myself. You, I just speak the truth. Ain't my fault oh, you're yeah. wrong. It's always the truth. This is the best Daniel's podcast. Exactly. No, it's, it's not. always it's, the truth. No, this is the worst podcast. No, this is the best. Daniel, I'm on this podcast. This is the best one. You have saved this podcast. <laughs> well, every other podcast is just you and Jason arguing. We have guests occasionally when he can con somebody into coming. <laughs> Well, Other than that, he's just talking about like fighting black bears and mountain lions and stuff. So, with his bare hands, I would kill a black bear no, with my bare babe, hands. No, you wouldn't. No, I would. No, there's I no totally way. They're only like four hundred pounds. He's got first. This. He's completely. You've never got seen this. a black bear in real life. You if can't you even. Think they're four hundred. You can't even wrap you your hands Google around its neck. My cousin killed two black bears last week. With They're his like, hands? No, with a gun and some dogs. <laughs> so he shot some cubs. They're like basically. The size of like a okay. large dog. So yes, bear cubs are. No, these aren't cubs. They're they're adults. They're not the biggest black bear adults that you can possibly get. They're just average well, size bears. Bears should be big. So if they're not big, then there's a problem. Black they're bear malnourished. average weight male 130 to 660 pounds. So let's okay. Let's, so 130 pounds is probably closer to what your cousin okay. killed. Okay, that's right? still a big dog. When the that's fuck? Not a when the that's fuck have you ever seen a 600 pound black bear? And my my favorite part is when have you ever hey, weighed a bear besides it being dead? Well, that's when you weigh them. They don't generally step on a scale. <laughs> oh, my God. This is what this is. It. When have you ever weighed a bear? Never, motherfucker. When have you? Then you can't eyeball it and say how heavy it is. I literally just told you my cousin shot two literally last week. I, you can go on Instagram and look. I mean, well, I don't know what to tell you. Your story. He'll tell you what they weigh. Okay. You want me to call him? Okay. Be like, hey, Ricky. Hey, 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 hey. Can you say hey, on the hey. post how much they weigh? Finish what you were okay. saying. Okay. No. They, they look like large dogs. Yeah. I can kick I can kick a black bear's ass. Now, okay. would this be fun? Of course not. Like it definitely would not be fun. You, would you get fucked up? Yes, you're getting fucked up. I'm, oh, nah. I'm You're wrong. You're just okay. wrong. You know what I'm not if gonna do? If you were to meet a six hundred pound black bear Again, a six hundred pound black bear would fucking kill you. Okay, it would kill well, let's all cut the three average three hundred pounds. That wasn't the average. That's so not the 130 average. One thirty to six sixty. Okay, so the average. What's the middle? Let's between say three hundred. Well, okay, let's say three hundred. That's a double what you. And not to mention like, teeth and claws. It's going after your I know guts first. Okay. They're instinctual. So am I. They so you can beat jiu-jitsu. up a cub black bear. Fine, I can beat up a cub black there bear. There you go. What, what, where were you going with this? Did you have a point other you, than just to totally fucking? Why argue were you even with? bringing it up? Like, I don't why know. Would Daniel you brought fight it up. a black bear. Because no, Daniel, you guys, you because about it I carry a sidearm when I hunt in oh. case something sneaks up on me and I can't get on it with the rifle. Yeah, because he's terrified. I'm not terrified. 
Oh, care. does Rifle this go back to the, you guys like going back and forth about like foxes or some yes, shit on yes. Facebook? Is yeah. that oh, what this is? Po- no, so you didn't listen to that podcast. She doesn't nope. listen to she any podcast. She is not a listener. No, no she not. never listens. She like legit never listens. I listen, listen to other to podcasts. Oh, wow. <laughs> she's not she, she listens to good podcasts. I like true crime podcasts. I don't even listen to well, Joe I mean, Rogan. He is a criminal. I don't listen, so, look, like, I don't listen to any of I'm a reformed criminal. I have, a, I have zero He's criminal cr- history. So technically, this, this is a true crime podcast. <laughs> no, this is a true criminal podcast. <laughs> Actually, I should, I should add this. I have, like, literally, so at this particular moment, I don't even have a speeding ticket on my criminal history. No, you better knock on some wood. No, well, what I'm saying is, like, I was a rowdy kid and then i and then like i was good for a long time and spent some money and had my record expunged and now i'm like an upstanding citizen here might here might be a good topic jason and i were talking earlier about how good people make mistakes oh that's true yeah we were talking about that we won't say why (laughs) we won't say. but we'll say that sometimes but you know like when people are in like people are like put on blast okay so give them your example that you were saying the other day, yesterday, about, like, driving after you drank or something. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, so here's, here's a good example of, like, how poor choices and circumstance can, can interfere or, or can affect your long-term life. Yeah. So I doubt very seriously that there are many people that I know that have, unless you just absolutely do not drink. But, you know, let's take, like, the average person who, you know— has some you literally just oh my burped god all, daniel like, into my the I microphone. I moved you off. did but it was it I picked like, it up my face oh, my <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. so you take like the average dummy you know the weekend partier they drink yeah. sometimes at the bar whatever right so like they get in the car they're like let's say they've had three beers they're probably not fall down drunk but they're mm-hmm. they're probably outside of the legal limit they're probably a an 0.9 instead of an 0.8 mm-hmm. right Yep. Well, you know, you get caught by the police. Well, there's a circumstance. There's a that is a potential circumstance. You made a poor decision. It's going to cost you some money. You're going to lose your license. You're going to get some probation. Mm-hmm. Like you have, there's like a uh, a path that 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 leads you to. But that same decision with a different, like maybe the cops didn't see you, and you like got into an accident. Right. Or and, or hit somebody. But no, you, you got into an accident and and some and it was just an accident. Like no one got like drastically injured or something, but but now you've been in an accident and you're you know, like the the consequences go up. Right. But even though the action is the same, like you, you let you got in a car drunk d- drunk ish from single from the car bar. accident. Yeah. So so then factor in the exact same action, you Drank the same amount. You're on. You're on the same path home. The police didn't get you, and you didn't run off the road and hit a telephone pole. Now you hit someone and you kill them. So like, that leads you to a whole nother path: involuntary manslaughter. Now you're going to prison. Like mm-hmm. you're a felon for the rest of your life. There's like another set of circumstances, all all off of the same action. And like, you can be. A decent person you could even be a real good person and make a real bad decision like mm-hmm. driving while intoxicated i'm i'm 100 percent sure 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 that i have done so many mm-hmm. times in my life mm-hmm. just been real lucky that i didn't hit nobody mm-hmm. you know i didn't hit the pedestrian yeah. that walked up in front of me or whatever right mm-hmm. so 
people can make good people can make bad decisions and have it like a, a negative outcome or no outcome. Yeah. Like you could totally. So th- there's another another option I didn't even think about until just now. You you could just drive home. You could just not get called. Yeah. You just get home and you're like, well, fuck it. I, like, so the same action could result in like five or six different oh, results. Yeah. You know, mm. tons. And it's like, but it depends. Like, so like if you did that and made it home, like nobody fucking knows. Nobody's yeah, it gonna, wasn't. It, nobody's gonna care. It, but if you like do that and hit someone, it like you're done. Like everyone thinks you're a piece of shit. Like mm. nobody. Like, nobody's going to forgive you. Like, you're the asshole that, like, drank and then drove on the road and then hit somebody and killed somebody. But, like, you can do that same thing and, like, get home safe. Some, you know, I'm not I'm not advocating for it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But, like, sometimes that shit happens, like, where you just go home. You know what I mean? But it's, like, it depends. Like, people are just going to – Well, sometimes good good people make bad mistakes. We were, we were talking know? about this in reference to a uh, – a, a situation where some a potentially a good a decent person made a terrible decision, yeah, and, and now it's going to cost them for a long time, yeah, more than likely. Mm-hmm. It, it you know could happen, but it could happen in anything. I mean, literally any any single thing could could result poorly if you if you aren't making good decisions. Yeah, it just sucks because people automatically think you're a bad person because you did the did that thing. You know. You know what I found. Uh, that could be really, really helpful mm. in uh, in a situation where you're making a poor decision. <laughs> I feel don't like there's do some don't, sarcastic don't do comment coming. Change I don't even subject hear before it. we go there. Don't. If, don't. If you uh. had insurance oh, with my good God. friend, <laughs> Juliet Good. <laughs> oh, this is one of those anti-commercials. <laughs> I mean, I if, like if you're the kind of person that's like making – Poor life decisions. I mean, maybe you... Uh, That's may- why exactly why I'm getting you life insurance. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe... With Juliet maybe, Good from State maybe Farm. You, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe you get attacked by a 600-pound bear. Wouldn't you need life insurance? Yeah. Maybe you... Like even though... To- wait, wait. Even though you've never seen a black bear in the wild to begin with, but especially not a 600-pound black bear. If you were... To see a 600-pound black bear. And decided to fight it. And decided to fight it. And you got fucked up and died. If you pick fights with homeless people in parking lots, then you should get life insurance with State Farm. Wouldn't you want your loved ones to be covered by their loss? I would like to to be covered by your loss. (laughs) well, then you You're should gonna call. You're going to have to give... Yeah, I am going to call. My friend. <laughs> you should be Juliet their beneficiary. From State Farm Insurance. I think she would love to to put out a life insurance she would. policy Listen, on you for me. She would definitely do that. You know why? Okay. She just She's totally good with selling you a policy. Okay. Um, She'll... You, she won't argue with it either. She'll know exactly why I'm getting exa- this. Well, she would. She, would, she would definitely would. She'd be like, oh, yeah. Beverly She'd be like, oh, look, looking one. to cash in, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. If um, nobody else will, I will. It, I'll oh, keep man. this gym afloat. <laughs> well, Daniel's not going to. He, he'd have to show up to, to keep yeah. it afloat. Yep. Well, I so look, I'll collect that life insurance, keep this gym afloat, okay? Okay. Maybe. Thanks. We'll see. <laughs> Should be in the fucking Bahamas like we'll two see. days later. Like, ah, I'm, I'm grieving. Phoenix, what? I'm grieving. Trying to grieve with this suntan and these 
This umbrella drink. Look, people grieve different ways, okay? <laughs> it's true. It's true. So, <laughs> get yourself some insurance. And if you get some insurance, make sure you get it from our friend, Juliet Good, at State Farm Insurance Agency on 4th Street Southwest in Hickory, North Carolina. Google it. Leave her a good review. Uh, you can I know for sure you can find it on Google Maps. You can find it mm. on uh, iPhone. No, you don't need any more. <laughs> you can find it on uh, iPhone Maps, ISO, whatever. Get some insurance from my friend Juliet Good. Get some. Get some. Better check yourself. Brace yourself. <laughs> Daniel, what you got going on? It'd probably be better Nothing. if we just ended this. <laughs> That's what I'm well, doing. We're in the process of doing. Thanks. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so Rachel. much yep. for having me on the podcast. I'm not talking I, to you right well, now. I'm talking to Daniel. <laughs> well, thank you for coming. Nothing. Still got a couple <laughs> projects. <laughs> I love how you look at me like that. He's not looking at you. He's looking at the mirror behind you so he can look at himself. Are you kidding me? He hasn't looked at you all night. He doesn't look at the mirror with that kind of disdain. He was looking at me. <laughs> No, nothing. <laughs> Book's still up on Amazon, going on some uh, personal projects oh, right now. yeah. Yeah. Daniel's an author. Cool story. Uh, yep. What you got going on, oh, Rachel? Oh, my gosh. You I anything? have so much going on right now. Selling anything? You Am got I selling a, anything? Anything you want to you promote? Oh, you guys, Christmas is coming up. It is. I'm so, oh, my gosh. Jason knows I love giving gifts. And she I does. love She's making good... gifts. I'm a really, like, I'm a really good gift giver, She's right, She's a good gift giver. Yeah. Agreed. So I actually make bracelets. Why are you laughing, Daniel? Mm-hmm. You didn't even – but look, you got this bullshit off eBay, and you hey, couldn't even ask me to make you. That bullshit off eBay was a gift okay. from one of our students. Well, I didn't buy they that. should have bought it from me because I, I make I think that's when I first got my purple belt. I can make keychains out of paracord, and they're really cute, you guys. They're pretty cool. Definitely buy one. I wouldn't wear one, but I would own one. I'd probably like hang it from my mirror or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to get a gift, I can do that. How would they go about contacting you? Um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram. I have a phone number, email. I would not give out either one of those. I'm not. <laughs> so I'm on <laughs> Facebook, Facebook. Instagram. So my Facebook is my name, Rachel, with an extra A. R-A-C-H-A-E-L. Tatum. T-A-T-E-M. And your And my Instagram Insta? is brace yourself, but it's like... There's no, um, it's like B-R-C-Y-O-S-L-F. So okay. I took out some letters. All right. And what's your address? Um, are you sending, are you, do you want them <laughs> to send me gifts? Because I love gifts. What's your no. social and credit card yeah. number while we're at it? What's, well, what's I don't have any zip, money, so <laughs> I have no money right now, so joke's and, uh, on you. And those last three, those verification numbers. I don't All have right. any money to steal, you guys. Well, Not yet. I have uh <laughs> <laughs> we, have, uh, what do you have for us? We've I do have some some kind of interesting news. What? Uh, Phoenix Jiu Jitsu has officially been uh, accepted as a um, <gasps> a gym for We Defy. That's right. Which is a it, it's an it's an interesting uh, organization where they t- they pair injured veterans. Yeah. With, so combat related or yeah, TBI or yeah, and it doesn't have it could be emotional or physical it doesn't have yeah. to be you know that someone doesn't have to be like debilitated basically but so they um connect veterans mm-hmm. with uh jujitsu gyms that they have mm-hmm. sort of vetted and uh we we have 
we have just been accepted to be at one of those gyms, which that's is really, really cool. That's really awesome. exciting. It's an awesome organization. We have I've uh, supported them for years. We have a whole lot of veterans that are already trained with us, mm -hmm. and uh, I think that'd be really cool to like, yeah, you know, uh, other veterans would find, at least I think, I think other veterans would be like, oh, well, there's there's some people here that could understand how I feel. It ain't me, but like we have a dozen veterans that train here, so yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Rachel's supported them for uh, quite yeah, a while. For a, um, for a long time. Uh, the head instructor at uh, Team Team Henzo in Houston is uh, the former president of We Defy, Mr. Brian Marvin. Hopefully uh, we can have him in here for a seminar and get him on the podcast. Rachel, turn that mm -hmm. shit off. Sorry. Fuck. I was looking up a thing. So if you, But if you want more information. WeDefy.org. WeDefyFoundation.org. Yes, WeDefyFoundation.org. Mm -hmm. uh, you can just donate. You yeah. can, if you are a veteran and you're looking for some help, like as far as uh, placement with jujitsu, then they'll help you out. Just contact them. Just go to their website, contact them. Really good folks. Super yeah. good folks. Also, uh, all of the proceeds from our big ass jujitsu party, which I don't think we're going to get off in February due to like COVID restrictions and stuff. And, Probably just going to have to plan for like maybe the spring because, uh, you know, who the f you can't plan for anything right yeah. now. No. Maybe they, you can get a bunch of uh, instructors that are veterans. That was kind of our hope. Like I was sort of yeah. thinking about mm -hmm. just getting like having a very veteran centered, uh, big ass jujitsu party. So yeah. it'd be cool. We're going to make them the beneficiary of our big ass jujitsu party. Fantastic. <sighs> that's, that's a fantastic that's idea. That's pretty cool though. We got yeah. a bunch of stuff. So that's what we got going on that's new. Also, you had me on the podcast, which is... On the what? Podcast. The, the pad? The podcast. The podcast. As Doug would say. Podcast. Where'd you come from? My mother. <laughs> the podcast. So you're welcome. Go park the car. Okay, cool. Well, Daniel? I had fun. Go fuck yourself. Okay. Rachel? Hey. Have some beers. Okay, <laughs> okay bye. Bye.